The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Ball sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What is up, everybody? It is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast, a member of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. And with me, finally, after, obviously, you guys know, he's been kind of having to do some some double the workloads as a lady for people going on vacations. Uh, my best friend and the other host of the show, Edward Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? And trust me, it wasn't a vacation. <laughs> Well, I mean, for them, I don't know about you. Oh, right. <laughs> no, no, nah, yeah, maybe for them, yeah, for them, yeah, but not, not for me. I'm over here. I, I, I was talking about this like uh, a while back about how like it sucks how like companies kind of make you like hate the person that goes on vacation. It's not even hate. No, it's not even hating the person. You just hate the company altogether. Yeah, because it's like there's not like a real plan aside from like. Hey, you, you're going to take his workload instead of like just evenly distributing it around across everybody. Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. It's just a little bit of extra stuff to do. Yeah. So I thought that was just like the thing that's like interesting about what happens with jobs. But, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm still undeployed. Um, there's, a, there's a part of me that's thinking about going back to my old shitty warehouse job. <laughs> so, oh, man. Which, hey man, I mean, whatever brings money in, you know. That's true. At that, at this point, yeah. I mean, I've literally, and like, it's gonna be a whole month since I've been uh, since I've been. Well, release is like the nice way to say it. Like I've noticed it now. Like instead of saying I didn't get fired, it got released, but it's the same fucking word. It's just it's, it's just the same. A, it's the same. It's, it's the same word as being furloughed. <laughs> yeah. It was funny too because I remember like explaining it to people. Yeah, I got released, and everybody's like. What does that mean? Like you got waived? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, basically, I guess. But uh, but yeah. So no, uh, yeah, no. I just still sucks. But I mean, um, luckily there's some jobs coming, and also a shout out to some of the people that uh, you know, from the Houston Dynamo, people that have been like help, trying to help put a good word out for me, and then also some of the parents of the academies because of the academy because like they're coming in big <laughs> for me. Uh, putting yep. putting good word for me, so I appreciate that. But, but yeah, man. So, obviously, uh, another episode. This episode is gonna be really, really weird in in a, in a little in some sense because, um, it's it's gonna be like bits and pieces of like me and Edward, and then uh, we're gonna talk about the group stages of the Women's World Cup. But it's gonna be me and Stuart Cavanaugh. You guys remember Stuart Cavanaugh? We previewed the Women's World Cup a while back. Well, we're now gonna look at the group stage. So. Uh, so we, you'll hear Stewart also in this episode and then, uh, leagues cup, uh, the group stages has also been concluded. So we'll, I'll go ahead and do that. Um, 
maybe try to see if I can get somebody to come on with me, but most likely it's probably going to be just me. Uh, but, and it, it also, cause like one, the group stages hasn't finished yet in for leagues cup. So can't really talk about it right now. And then it also helps out cause Edward obviously doesn't have, have much time to actually like look at what's going on in leagues cup. Frankly, I don't even think I really has been paying attention. <laughs> I didn't even, I, I have not, I'll be honest. I have not. The only thing I know is about the El Clasico because everybody was talking about it. And then even I was lost at, at for a second. I was like, what? They're having El Clasico? I was like, what? I was like, no way. I yeah. was like, I was completely lost about it. Yeah. So that, that too. But then also like, um, I mean, aside from, I think the only thing that everyone knows from League's Cup is just Messi's debuts. Um, oh, yeah. So, so that, that, was, that I was there. Oh, well, not there, there, but I was. <laughs> You're I seeing was, King Kardashian? <laughs> oh, man. I pick, apparently I picked her up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, uh, I, I was like, I was in tune with it. Uh, like a lot of people went to go see that, just that, not even the game, just the, just him walking around the stadium and stuff. I was like, man, I was like, all these famous people, everything. LeBron was there. I was like, what? I was like, it, it's just, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think of it. Like all these people there. Yeah, it was insane. Uh, I I found out Serena Williams is pregnant <laughs> because of that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh look, Serena Williams. You're like, you're like, <laughs> you're like, oh she's oh she's pregnant. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a lot of it's it, the, the Miami games are gonna be interesting just because of the celebrities that are there. I mean, like the la the the Atlanta game, freaking DJ Khaled was there. His son was one of the mascot, like was the mascot with Messi. Oh, that's right. So that's it's just right. like. It's just like who's 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 who else is gonna be popping up to go to Fort Lauderdale? <laughs> it's not even in Miami. It's it's in Fort Lauderdale. Um, but like it's just interesting to see what's been going on with Messi. Uh, so far, nothing crazy has happened besides the guy that just randomly kissed Messi. Um, which Messi definitely was taking a little step back on that one. Um, but hey, be glad it wasn't Cardi B because you know Cardi B's over here throwing mics at people. Uh, so, did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard about that. Bad, I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you too soon. Too man, soon. Apparently, like, because I was talking to, to my brother about this. Like, uh, I didn't realize. Like, apparently, there's a trend now of people just chalk, like, just throwing shit at 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 singers at concerts. Like, it's not like you know the, the whole throwing a water at Cardi B that's thing, a, but apparently, like, that's a that's a trend. That's a trend. I mean, like. I, I understood. I understood girls throwing like underwears and bras and stuff. I mean, to singers, to like bands and shit, or like rappers, or just just regular I mean, singers. Peso Pluma got got a pair of panties at his last concert, and so I mean, pretty sure, pretty sure it's uh, that's but no, that's there's a actually norm. a, tr- that's a, a norm. trend. There's like a, yeah, probably there's a trend now of like people like throwing like not not like underwear, but like actual like objects. Like I think I think I know Harry I think Harry Styles got hit by something. I don't remember what it was. I think maybe it was a cell phone. But like people are getting hit by things like at con- which is crazy to think cuz you're like at this concert and I mean to to be within throwing distance of these like you know musical artists like you got to imagine you paid like a lot of money. Yeah, you're going to lose that thr- money. I mean nobody that you're going to Nobody's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so- yes. So I mean, like, no, but I'm saying, like, you're gonna you're gonna end up paying that money for that ticket plus whatever it is to the fine plus if you have to basically use bail money, bond money, whatever. Uh, plus, like, if for some reason the singer decides to be like, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and end up suing you, 
you know, yeah, it's, it's getting it's getting insane. Yeah, so I'm like, would 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 that be worth it to just throw a bunch of ice cubes in a drink at Cardi B? I'll know, be like, man. you know what? Let me let me. These, these let me, TikTok I'll, trends I'll like, are getting ridiculous, man. I, I'm just I'll, gonna I'll throw her. I'll throw her a paper ball with a sticky note that says "Read inside," and then I'll give her my number there. That's oh, it. There. But <laughs> man, we didn't go that far into this episode without a bonk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Lee's Cup is going to be just me. Uh, then it's back to me, and now we're talking players of the week, games to look forward to this coming weekend, and then we're going to wrap it up with more bonking because we're going to be doing a five-a-side draft. Uh, where the topic will be celebrity crushes, but Edward, I want to, I guess, cr- fix that label, that title with you. Do you want to do current celebrity crushes or do you want to do childhood celebrity crushes? Mm, that's a hard one. That's a tough. Okay, let me put it this way: childhood. What is the age gap? Like, what what, what do you consider childhood? Like, do you consider like thirteen still being a child? You want to say 15, still being a child? Let's say 13. 13, 13 seems 13. like a good number. Okay. So like 13 and below. Uh, us. Us. I want to say, I want to make sure everyone, 13-year-old Edward and Hector, not not 13-year-old oh, celebrities. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should, the renaming of this is going really bad. Childhood. Really childhood, bad. Uh, adolescent, adolescent celebrity crushes. Oh, crushes. God. Don't stop. Just oh, stop my God. everything. <laughs> everything is just going horribly wrong right now. Flashback Friday celebrity crushes. It's not even, actually it, this episode does get dropped on Friday, so. Uh, but I okay, let's go with that. That 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 sounds a little bit more reasonable. It, how about we just keep it as celebrity crushes, man? Because yeah, <laughs> the, that that just the whole that was just that just took a mean left turn. Mean All right, well, we'll 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 do it. We'll we'll go with we'll go with cele- just say celebrity crushes in general. Let's we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it broad. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. All right. Jeez. But yeah, so that it's gonna be a very it, different setup this episode, but still gonna be a good one nonetheless. Because it, hey, Edward's back, and then you're gonna have our favorite Australian back in the mix with Stuart Kavanaugh. So we're going to go ahead and uh, take a quick break and then we'll get going with transfer talk. Spring has sprung and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped you tidy up all the nooks and crannies of your body's basement. But this year, Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using code BELLYUP20 to get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. It's time to tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The sun is peeking back out, which means you'll have to show your face in the daylight again. So use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you got glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks. The kit starts off with the Beard Hedger, a waterproof cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths, all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of add-ons. It also comes with the titanium-coated T-blades that are tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to a single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel-sized package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. So what are you waiting for? Save 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the promo code 
bellyup20 at manscaped.com. Focus on the face and use the Beard Hedger Pro Kit for the cleanest look in the game. And we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and X, because that's what it's called now. X. Oh, that's right. Goddamn yeah. God Elon. <laughs> Bro, okay, so that that thing appeared on my phone, like the X, that that app, the the, the little emblem, the symbol. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "X." I was like, <laughs> "We're like, did I, I download Thread?" <laughs> no, no, no. I know I have I have Thread, but I see the Thread. I see what Thread is. I know what it is. This, however, I was like not even aware until I clicked on it, and then like I saw that my Twitter feed was going, and I was like. What the hell is this? I was like, huh? I was like, wait. I was like, huh? And I kept going back, and then I did some research, and I come to find out that Twitter is now X. I was like, huh? I yeah, like, I mean, okay. I, I mean, he picked a cool letter. I mean, everybody likes the, the letter X. Team Extreme. <laughs> yeah. So, Matt, play them. Hey, cue uh, Spencer. Cue the Matt the Hardy Boys theme song. While avoiding copyright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So follow us on Instagram and X at Insert Name FC. We post a lot of stuff. Well, we try to post regularly, uh, weekly, as much as we can. Obviously, um, if you guys want to have a say in our votes for the Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year award, that's how you get uh, how you you get the votes in. Also, so you guys can be on the note because you guys already know I have announced that there will be a jersey bet. Uh, which is involving Inter Miami, which is if Inter Miami makes it to the MLS Cup playoffs, I will give away a Lionel Messi jersey of Inter Miami. An Inter Miami Lionel Messi jersey. Can, so, can I join this? Um, can, can I? No, that's a no. Okay, no, that's a no. no. I mean, do you want it for Christmas? Do you 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 know I'm gonna get you a pink one, right? No, oh, I was gonna go for the black one. Oh, now the black one, it looks cool. <laughs> I said the black one looks cool. I said it. Yeah, that's true. All right. But, but yeah, so Instagram and X at insert name MC. That's going to take some while to get used to saying that. Um, all right. So transfer like talks, man. Like, oh, sorry. No, no. Say what say, you... I was like, it sounds like, it's like, it sounds like you're saying ecstasy. Like, X, X gonna, X gonna give it to you. Man. Oh, God. DM, there we R- go. RIP. RIP to DMX. Oh. <laughs> Oh, actually, also, also, uh, RIP to, uh, Pee Wee Herman. Oh, that's right. And the, and the dude from, um, from, uh, uh Euphoria. Euphoria. I only watched one season of Euphoria. And after that, I was just traumatized at the idea of having a daughter. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just going to tell that to... just guys, if you, if you ever watch Euphoria, just, and if you have a daughter, don't watch it. You're you're just you're just gonna be like, good God. You're just gonna be is set, this, set is for this high school. <laughs> you're just gonna be set for a downfall. Let's put it yeah, there. but the I, I know he was like a drug dealer on that on that show. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I watched the first season, so I know about him. But yeah, so he passed away. I think he was also on a Becky G music video. Yeah, as a matter of fact, he was. But yeah, so I. Don't know his name. I'm sorry that I didn't, I didn't get his name. I think it's Golson. I know his last name's Golson. Something like that. But yeah, R.I.P. to Pee Wee Herman. R.I.P. to to uh, Golson from Euphoria. And um, and shout out to DMX one more time. Um, but yeah, all right. So transfer talk. 
All right, Inter Milan. Obviously, they gave they gave up Onana to Manchester United, which I'm sure Edward's very thrilled about getting and basically trading in a top goalkeeper for another top goalkeeper. Except yep. this one yells at Harry Maguire. Yes, yes, <laughs> I saw that. I was, I was just like, like oh my god, what a brilliant. Harry Maguire yelling at or no Onana yelling at Harry Maguire for his fuck up. I was like, yes. Finally, <laughs> everybody's like, keep no, getting away be, with we this. Be, we, 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 we gotta be nice to Harry Maguire. We got like, no, nah. he's like, fuck that shit. He's like, I need to fucking make sure this dude knows that he fucked up. <laughs> so, but because of that, Inter Milan does need a goalkeeper, and they're actually looking at Emmy Martinez is someone that they have their eyes on uh, to try to make a move. I did see that. So I did see that. And and yeah, and Maybe we can see Emmy Martinez. You know. Mm-hmm. Hump of Skeletto one day. Um, so, oh man, <laughs> uh, PSG is in quite a situation because obviously they have made it official that they will be trying to sell Mbappe or trying to get rid of him. Um, as a matter of fact, he hasn't been practicing. But if you guys listen to this on Friday and Mbappe has not been sold, that means PSG owes Mbappe sixty million. So that's that's gotta hurt. Not only are you gonna you have to like transfer your not in their bottom pocket player, yeah but now you have to even give him money so great business wow. psg yeah it's pretty it's pretty gnarly but yeah um Bayern munich they're interested in david de gea which mm. what the hell man like how many goalkeepers do they need like i guess norris kind of needed a tail end uh but i mean you get david de gea yeah. for free that's true not a bad deal, if you ask me. I would probably go yeah. for that one. Uh, this is going to be weird. So, Jordan Henderson, captain of Liverpool, is joining Al Etifak from the Saudi League. We're going to hear – it's crazy, like, this summer has also been the summer of the Saudi Arabian League, but that's where we are right now. But, yeah, Jordan Henderson in, like, honestly, what many feel is the most bizarre move uh, for him. Uh, he is going to Saudi Arabia, the the former captain of Liverpool, which means Virgil Van Dijk will be now the new captain for Liverpool. Yep, it's been it's been established already. I mean, it's good for Jordan Harrison. I mean, he's gonna make it like they're gonna give him a lot of money. That's the benefit, <laughs> the benefit of going to the Saudi league. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, Sadio Mane also joining the Saudi league. He's going to Al Nassr. So his one year stint at Bayern Munich. Didn't work out so well, so much so he struck the teammate. And so he is now going to join Cristiano Ronaldo at, at Al Nassar. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's a pretty fucking stacked front line of you, Saudi Money and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, I forgot who, I don't know who, they, who, they ha- who else they have on that team. Didn't they have a Bubu car? Uh, no, not, not a Bubu car. They had, uh, was it Bubacar? I think it was. I know they have uh David Ospina. Uh yeah, they I think they also they just got Alex Teles. Uh which I'm I'm I think they're supposed to be facing a ban. I guess they finally paid Lycurse City that that money that they owed them. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so uh Saudi Amani joining Al Nassar, more 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 big names going to, to Saudi Arabia. Uh Gabriel Solnina is joining K.A.S. Upen of the Belgian League. So he is now leaving Chelsea yet again. 
I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure if it's a loan or a transfer. That's the only thing I didn't necessarily get. Uh, but he is going on. He's he's leaving Chelsea. Another Chelsea player not playing for Chelsea this year. Uh, Bayern Munich is also is you're gonna hear Bayern Munich just interested in a bunch of goalkeepers. But in David Raya, another mm-hmm. pretty solid goalkeeper. I think Arsenal is also interested in David Raya as well. Uh, but Bayern Munich just looking at goalkeepers. Uh, Nathan yep. Ake. He is going to stay at Manchester City as he signed a four-year extension. I don't think I've really seen him play many games. Um, but hey, he's there. He got a four-year contract. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll. I think I. I no, he does play. He plays some games. I, I mean, he's played of, some. Because you got like you know Ruben Diaz and I don't know if I would start him over Stones. Some people might probably start him over Stones, but. Yeah, not Nathan Nake, still still with Manchester City. Uh, Real Sociedad is trying to get Donny Van de Beek over there. So, oh, I mean, yeah. he's not really playing for Man U, so. Bro, I feel like that was such a waste. There's a lot of things that Manchester United have done that's such a waste. Oh, my God, yes. Makes me sad. Speaking of a Manchester United <laughs> reject, Edson, Edson Cavani is joining Boca Juniors. Oh yeah, no. So, I heard about that. That's a good move for him. I think honestly, great. Go back to South America, play for another big team. So, not bad. Uh, so Liverpool is in talks of trying to get Kylian Mbappe on loan. So it wouldn't be a transfer. Oh, yeah, wouldn't be a transfer, but it's a loan. Doesn't necessarily help PSG in any way. But he wouldn't be playing for for PSG. So, yeah. eh. But continue on, Facundo Farias, another young, exciting Argentine player. Hopefully, has not been labeled the next Messi yet, because I God forbid they doing that, they ever do that again. Um, but yep. Facundo Farias is joining Inter Miami, so he'll be playing alongside his country's goat, and maybe the, which. Like, like I kind of said this uh, on a previous episode when you know this rumor came about that Facundo Farias could possibly go to Inter Miami. Um, you got Tata Martino now back, you know, back in the MLS, and we saw what Atlanta United did when he was there, which was going after a lot of South American promising talent and then bringing them over to the MLS, and obviously got the you know like Miguel Amiron, prime probably the best example, comes to MLS, kills it over here. And then goes over to gets his you know his big deal to Newcastle United, so maybe Inter Miami is trying to do a better version of what Atlanta United was doing um, by getting Facundo Farias. Yep, possible. Yep. Um, I believe this is a Barcelona goalkeeper. Um, Aratenas is joining PSG. And when Martes, oh, okay. when Martes Sagan is your starting goalkeeper, you're just you're just not gonna play. Um, yeah, pretty much. So good for move for him. good move for him, I guess. <laughs> Yunus Musa is a, another American that's going to Italy as he is going to join forces with Christian Pulisic in AC Milan. So that's right, Yunus Musa. A lot. It seems like Italy is now the the hub for American players, with Timothy mm-hmm. Weah, Juventus, 
Um, I think Balogun is is being looked at by Inter Milan as well. So watch out, Italy. It's about to get it's about it's about to get American over there. About to see a bunch of people act like Sopranos. So, All right. That's our only form of Italians that we know. Um, Newcastle, just Newcastle player that I've known. I feel like he's been in Newcastle for a long time now. Uh, Saint Maximine, he is leaving Newcastle and he is going to Saudi Arabia to join Al Ali, which I believe is the team that Roberto Firmino's in. So, what a partnership! Dang, what a partnership! I mean- that, that's what I'm saying. I was like, dude, like all these, all these, like all these players, like the 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 yeah. debate between MLS and Saudi Pro League is like, I don't know if necessarily the league is better than MLS, but if you were or to just put the players, but if you were to put like a like a Saudi Pro League All Star team versus an MLS All, it's not fair. It 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 no. It, if you thought five nil to Ar- against Arsenal was bad, I think. You know, maybe a pissed off Cristiano Ronaldo trying to prove something to Messi would probably be uh, not a good sight. Um, but no, it would because then he tried to take the whole team on his own, and that's not good. Like that Messi would or well. Ronaldo would? Ronaldo. Oh, well, I mean, if, he, that, if he does that, then I think that gives MLS a chance at winning it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be he cool. just refuses to pass cool. the ball to Benzema or Conte. Oh man. <laughs> No, I think he passed the ball to Benzema. Uh, he, he knows he knows better. That's true. Um, and then it's not on Edward's sheet, but it is on mine. Lucas Zalarayan is leaving MLS to go to Saudi Arabia to go play for Al Fateh. Fateh. Mm-hmm. Fatty. Fateh. Fatty. F A T E H. I'm gonna say Fateh. I don't, I don't think I don't think anybody would call a, a club fatty. That would be funny though. That should be that should be our indoor team name. All fatty. Fatty. All fatty. Oh my god. <laughs> All fatty. Have you even seen me recently? I mean, you're skinny. You gain so why weight. Why would I be named? Why no? I'm saying like, why would I be named All Fatty? Yeah, but I mean, let's face it. Like, if we were to do an indoor soccer team. Majority of the team, it'd be pretty big people. So it wouldn't be the fittest team. I can tell you that. You would probably be the fittest person. Oh my god! This is this dude. I mean, our our last team wasn't like necessarily every wasn't a bunch of Adonises. (laughs) The fittest guys on our team was like you, Yab. Um, well, I mean, Mikey kind of gained some weight at one point. I mean, I know he's getting fit now. I mean, all I see on his on his Instagram is him working out and and other activities. Uh, other but, other activities that we shall not say. But, um, uh, I mean, now he's getting fit. Okay, I mean, BMO. Obviously, he's he's fit, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how fit he is. I mean, I know that he likes to wear Alpha Lead a lot. But, um, you know, because you can't wear that unless you work out, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I won't count the kids. The kids, like, they, they have their metabolisms and energy and all that, so I don't count them. But as far as the older group, 
Um, <laughs> we weren't we weren't necessarily on our in the best shape of our lives. Oh my god! I mean, me, mm-hmm. Marvin. I don't want to say Nelson, but I mean Nelson also is still like dealing with injuries. <laughs> mm, yeah, that was always a bad deal. Miguel. Did I already say Marvin? Yeah, you said Marvin. Okay, El crack. I mean that guy. <laughs> that guy has some bangers. Um, yeah, yeah, we're not necessarily the most fittest team, but I mean we did we did okay. <laughs> no, my God. <laughs> team all fatty. I think I think that would be funny. Um, and then the last headline is Chelsea. I also I don't think it's on Edwards' uh, sheet, but Chelsea are also. Uh, working on a deal to get one Kylian Mbappe. I believe they're trying to do some package deal where, which involves players and money. So Todd Bowley is trying to do something, which I think I've also heard rumors that Barcelona is also trying to do some sort of package deal where they send players as well to get Mbappe. Which, if that happens... Dude, honestly, in order for them to get Mbappe, they're gonna have to get rid of like Gavi, Dembele, and uh, maybe even um. Pedri this is your chance to, to get, get him. This is your chance to get rid of Ferran Torres. Oh man, dude, trust me. Like, like if, if you just <sighs> say, "Hey, we'll give you Dembele, we'll give you Gavi." Gavi, a promising, you know, mid probably gonna hurt you a little bit to lose Gavi, but. Like we'll give, we'll give you Dembele and Gavi, but just please take Ferran Torres. But, the, but Dembele is the one that that he's the one that makes the plays in the wing. That's the thing. And yeah. Fati hasn't been, he hasn't been, he hasn't been there. You know, he's been dealing with the injury. Yeah, I know. So I mean, so, I mean, if anything, it's like maybe we might have to get rid of Fati. So, I don't know. I will say though, Mbappe did say he would like to play more on the wing. So I mean, him Lewandowski. Ooh, and the God, I, why am I selling you on this? <laughs> well, to be fair, in my FIFA manager mode, uh, my my team is Messi, Lewandowski, or no, Messi, Nunez, because Lewandowski is kind of like old already, and Mbappe. So that's, just, that's my trident. Well, when I did Real Madrid, my trident was Rodrigo, Mbappe, and Vinicius. So you had you had you have uh, Mbappe in the mid or in the in the middle? Yeah, and I'm just playing striker. Cuz oh, I mean, okay. I'm not starting him over Rodrigo. I probably should <laughs> start him over Rodrigo, but I love Rodrigo. You know out of all the Brazilians from that Real Madrid sign, Rodrigo was the one that I loved. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he I he I love him like a son. All right? Weirdly enough, I'm probably old enough to be his dad. Um Nah, you're not. You're maybe his older brother. That's a big age there. No, it's not. Well, he's like 22. Is he? I think. Okay, so. maybe I'm not old enough to be his dad because then I would have to. That's have been... what I'm saying. I was like, dude. I was like, hell no, you're not old enough to be. His I dad. thought for some reason he was 18. <laughs> but no, that makes okay. That that makes that me makes feel... it even yeah. It makes me feel so much better about myself. <laughs> but, yeah, all right. But, yeah, so a lot of things shaking up. Saudi Arabia continue to be crazy. Um, But, yeah, that is transfers. So we'll go ahead and segue over to the Women's World Cup st- group stage recap with 
Stuart Cavadaugh, our favorite Australian. So we'll just go right into that one. All right, man. It is now time to talk the Women's World Cup. The group stages are over almost. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, but obviously joining me, uh, which I mean, I've already mentioned in the beginning of this episode, but we talked with him about Women's World Cup when it, when we before it kicked off. And we're going to now look at the group stages along with him. Stuart Kavanaugh, who is a man of many, many things going on. Man stays very busy. He's got his he's got his Australian uh, soccer podcast that he's got covering the Australian women's national team for the World Cup. Um, a lot of writing. I mean, I'm I'm just <laughs> getting into blogging right now, and I'm like, you need me to do what with my with my paragraphs? I'm like, so uh, it's been I, a crazy. It's been a crazy competition, man. Uh, I can't wait to talk about it with you. The World Cup has been, uh, it's been a huge thing over here in Australia and New Zealand. Maybe not quite as big as New Zealand, but uh, it's been massive over here. The crowd's been crazy. The matches have been crazy. Uh, You're spot on. I've been writing like a madman. I've been podcasting like a madman. And uh, I had to drop into Insert Name FC and uh, have a bit of a chat with you, mate, about uh, what's happened in these group stages. Obviously, if you guys didn't notice the Australian accent there. It is our favorite <laughs> Australian, Stuart Kavanaugh. My apologies for not saying your name yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think everybody knew. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's great to have you back. Yeah, there's a lot to go on. But before we talk about the Women's World Cup, we want to talk about the presenting partner for the coverage of the Women's World Cup, and that is Canada Dips. Canada Dips is a great-tasting, superior alternative to traditional dip using CBD in a way that is radical, enjoyable, and effective. It comes in five core flavors, wintergreen, mint, citrus, mango, and American spice, crafted and manufactured in Humboldt County, California, the heart of the cannabis industry. But what does all, why does this all matter for you? Well, if you ever dip like I did, it is a disgusting habit. Uh, people don't want to kiss you. Uh, it, it also, if you have a spitter, it just nothing about it is appealing about dipping. Um, and also, you know, you got that big fat wad on your lip. So it, it's just not a great look. And it's super old. Like, I'm surprised that there has not been any new way to change the game when it comes to dipping. Well, that's what Canada has done. They use a hundred percent American, uh, American grown hemp combined with an amazing water dispersible technology so it absorbs rapidly and it delivers CBD through the mouth that no one else has so you can actually enjoy it. So if you use the code BELLYUP20 at CanadaDipCBD.com, once again, the code BELLYUP20 at CanadaDipCBD.com, you'll save yourself 20% off your purchase. Thank you again, CanadaDips, for being the presenting partner of this discussion for the Women's World Cup. But, Stuart, a lot has happened. Yes. The group stages are done, sort of. Um, and but we'll we'll I'll just run quickly down to each one that has won the group. So in Group A, the winners are Switzerland, and going with them to the next round is Norway. New Zealand is eliminated, and everyone's lovable darlings, the Philippines, unfortunately finishes in fourth. But what an amazing story for the Philippines. Uh, group B, <laughs> uh, Stewart's Australia wins that group <laughs> outright in first. Coming with, going joining in with them to the knockout rounds will be Nigeria. Uh, leaving th- Canada in third place and Ireland in fourth. So, Stewart still has some heritage continuing on in this tournament. Wait, no, you don't. Have, <laughs> you're not. Are you part? No, you're part Scottish, right? No, no, part Irish, mate. So, okay. but the other island, Northern Ireland. So, okay. um, yeah, oh, even even better. Dis- 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Australia wins the group and Ireland doesn't even get close. So I mean, <laughs> there we go. Repping repping the Northern Ireland. Uh in group C, Japan, uh, which I believe their le- the leading goal scorer for the tournament so far is uh does play for Japan, but they finish out the group in first. Following them is also Spain in second. Third place is going to be Zambia, and in fourth place is Costa Rica. And as a Salvadorian, all I say is, okay. <laughs> uh, in Group D, we have England taking it in first. So all the all the worries about that Stuart had about England, they went ahead and listened to this podcast apparently because they told him to fuck off, and they ended up winning that group. Uh, in second is Denmark. Third place China, and in fourth place Haiti. Uh, group E, the Dutch win the group in uh, with first. USA does make it. Uh, we'll definitely talk about US uh, uh, in, in a bit as well. In second place, third place is Portugal, and in fourth place, Vietnam. Um, a lot, lots to talk about in that group E. Uh, group F, France wins the group. Second is Stewart's dark horse team. No, it's spoiler team, Jamaica. Um, yeah, yeah. So they're going into the knockout round as well. Third is Brazil. Unfortunately, Marta will not have any special moments in her final World Cup. And in fourth place, Panama, which I believe they also scored their first World Cup goal uh, recently. Yeah, they did. Incredible free kick. Um, if you can, if you can check it out on YouTube, or, or, all the listeners out there, go out there and check it out. It is, uh, it is something to behold. All right. And Group G, first place is my dark horse team, Sweden. Uh, winning their group out. Uh, second is South Africa. Third is Italy. And in fourth place, not making Lionel Messi proud is Argentina. Um, and we'll look at Group H as it stands. Uh, first, well, Colombia is going to win the group. They're, they're, they already have six points. Uh, but in second place is Germany. Germany and Morocco are currently kind of battling it out for that second place spot. Unfortunately, they're not facing against each other. That would have been, that would have been a great way to finish the group out, but. They are not. I believe Germany is playing South Korea and Morocco is going to have to play Colombia. So take that with a grain of salt. But so it will be an interesting final. So I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to update you right here. All right, guys. So here to uh, put the official update on Group H. It is Colombia that wins the group outright um, with six points. Morocco ends up beating uh, Colombia. Uh, to secure their six points to get that second place position. Germany is out of the tournament as they drew with, with South Korea, who is now in fourth place. So there is your update. Now back to me and Stu. Okay. Now we're back. All right. Biggest surprise so far, Stuart, for you in this women's world cup. Uh, it's going to be Jamaica qualifying ahead of Brazil. I know they were my spoiler team, but uh, I think I had a hard time convincing anybody that uh, Jamaica was going to out-qualify um, either of the teams they did end up out-qualifying, um, Brazil and France. And uh, to be honest, they, Brazil played really well in the first game. I think they won 4-1. But uh, after that, they sort of dropped off and um, they just didn't have any answers for uh, Jamaica last night. Jamaica played their defensive game plan. I think they played a 5-4-1. They played it really well. And uh, there was there was not one moment where you thought, oh, Brazil's going to score here or that was a good save or anything like that. Um, and they 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 sort of went out with a, with a whimper as opposed to a bang, which is uh, 
it's really sad, uh, I guess. It's, it's sad for Marta, um, you know, one of the legends of the women's game, one of the legends of the game, full stop, um, to sort of go out in that fashion. And uh, I think the Swedish coach of Brazil, whose name I can't pronounce correctly, but uh, if you know, you know, I think she is uh, likely to get the sack as soon as they touch down back in Brazil, mate. Yeah, uh, I mean, you mentioned Marta, you know, her unfortunate exit, but we can also be talking about Canada. Uh, also not living up to their par, uh, and, and also getting eliminated. Uh, if you're a Dash fan, though, I mean, you know, you're happy for, for, uh, Nigeria because one of the Dash players play, uh, plays for Nigeria. But obviously in Canada, you have, uh, Ali Chapman and Sophie Schmidt, um, and Michelle Prince that's over there. So not, 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 I mean, they're going to come back to Houston, which I think Houston will definitely be happy to have them back. Uh, cause, you know, NWSL does not, give a shit if you're competing in any FIFA tournaments. Um, so <laughs> it would be great to have them back with the Houston Dash. But but I think, obviously, Canada, Marta, it's it's an unfortunate exit for them. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think Christine Sinclair has ever has said anything about this being her last World Cup. So I don't imagine it is. But, I mean, she's she's not getting any younger. And, I mean, yeah. you know, but you want to see the, the leading goal scorer in international play. Uh, continue, but unfortunately, she's not. I mean, they did get the gold medal in the in the Olympics, so at least they have that going for them. But I, I think, um, I think of all the surprises for me is just the fact that I, I kind of said, watch out for Sweden, and holy shit, Sweden has been <laughs> just a for- force to be reckoned with, <laughs> at least in my eyes. Yeah, well, I think Sweden, um, they they're one of the teams to win every game. I think only them and Japan have won every game. So this is a really good shout. Uh, yeah, Hector. I mean to be I fair, they they were like one, one third in FIFA rankings. So I mean, it's not like <laughs> yeah. not a bold take, but I yeah, think well, you know, Brazil's a top ten team, man, and and they didn't even qualify. So you know, I think give give yourself credit where credit's due, mate. Um, <laughs> it's it's a good shout. It's difficult to predict anything in a World Cup. And, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, Sweden just dominating. Yeah, and then, I mean, if you want to talk about kind of going back to disappointments, it was something that I did bring up to you when we were talking about the women's national, the U.S. women's national team, and that was that there's there's going to be some uncertainty with this group because it is a fairly new team uh, with mm-hmm. sprinkle in a few veteran players, but it is a is majority a new uh, women's nas- U.S. women's national team. And I mean, the fact that they, they beat Vietnam 3-0 in the most least confident 3-0 win, I think any, any soccer fan is going to say, uh, it was, it was just, you know, you had your hesitation just from the Vietnam game. The Dutch, we knew that was going to be a battle. And it, it was, I think the Dutch definitely is proving why they won the group, uh, mm-hmm. outright because they're, they're clearly, uh, clearly, uh, and I think it's just because of the fact that they're there's most of them are having played together from the last World Cup as well. And I yeah. think that that's the thing that's different for right now for USA is that this is still a fairly new team. Uh, and I think that the nerves are still they're still trying to shake off the nerves. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want to say this because obviously I, I told Port, I told Greg Berhalter to fuck off with that comment. But they got out of the group. <laughs> they got out of the yep. group. They're going on to the knockout round. I think this is a little bit different. Maybe I spoiled the U.S. women's national team a little bit more than the men's national team. But they also don't have Greg Berhalter. So, I mean, like, that's just (laughs) anything he says, I will contradict myself with. But I think (laughs) there's at least some confidence to say for the women's national team that, hey, they're not playing their best, but 
they got the results. They got what they, they did what they needed to do. And that was to get out of the group. Can, can the veterans like Megan Rapino and Alex Morgan and, um, and, and their goalkeeper Nair, can they try to get this and Chris and Crystal Dunn? I can't believe I forgot about her. Um, can <laughs> they get this, this group together and like, all right, that was bad, but we, we know we could be better. We, and, and obviously I think it's also to point out that you have to also give props to the rest of the world. I think the world has gotten better as well. I think. I think the U.S., the thing is, is like now we can't rely on athleticism. Athleticism mm-hmm. is not going to help you win these games. There's got to be some technical ability, which I think that was kind of one of the the linger, one of the things that had lingered a lot from this women's national team, from the games that I watched. Technically, they're not as sound, but they obviously have ridiculous amount of athleticism with Sophia Smith and and um, and Trinity Rodman. But yeah. the technicality yeah. needs, to get, needs to get a little bit better. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head in there, Hector. So this is the first Women's World Cup with 32 teams. And uh, I think the the fear sort of was prior to the World Cup that it was going to water down the quality. But as it turns out, a lot of these teams that are making their debuts, uh, Portugal, for example, um, who the United States just uh, – who, who they drew with on the last match day, um, they, they've got a tremendous national team. Um, and talking about surprises – the United States almost fell number one in this category. Um, Ten centimeters either side of the post, and the United States were going home at the group stage, which uh, would have been a shock to just about anybody that follows the game. I think that um, you're right. You're not going to win the World Cup on athletic ability anymore. Um, there's a lot of technical skill out there, and uh, it. I mean, finishing second uh, has not helped the USA's prospects. At all. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. Like you said, they got a lot of champions. They got a lot of stars too, like a lot of young stars who are just ready to take that next step. Um, and uh, I guess it's time for them to sort of shit or get off the pot. Are they going to live up to the uh, live up to the heights of their predecessors or, or are they going to come back to the pack? And we'll find out in the next couple of weeks. Speaking of predecessors, so Carly Lloyd had the most all-time old man yells at cloud moment, which was obviously... <laughs> You, I, I get it. USA and Portugal, it was a nil-nil draw. Like, you know, if, of all things to, to advance on is off a nil-nil draw. But uh, obviously, you see Megan Rapinoe dancing and, and you know, Carly Lloyd just... I want to say Carly Lloyd is a very good equivalent to Kobe Bryant, who is this, like, real no-nonsense type of type of leader. And Carly Lloyd mm-hmm. just, just went out and just said what she needed to say. I... One, I would tell you guys, if she would have apologized for her comments, I would have lost more respect for Carly Lloyd than by just standing by what she said. She, uh, What she did end up saying was just speaking her piece. Obviously, she knows the potential of what this women's national team can do, um, but obviously she's frustrated. And ob- in her mind, I'm guessing if she was on the field and they just drew nil-nil to Portugal and they still made it to World Cup, she wouldn't be celebrating. She would be like, hey, let's get, let's focus and get, let's get on to it, which I think it's a little bit different. We're talking about a whole different generation, you know. Mm-hmm. I I think, and I I think Megan Rapinoe and Alex Morgan and all of them. I'm sure they're like, all right, let's celebrate this moment right now. But come tomorrow, we're coming. We're going back to work. It, you know, we were good, yeah. but not good enough. I think um, I think you you certainly referenced that when you were running down the United States, and 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 I, and I did a little bit too with this new sort of. 
batsman players, young players, you know, it's important to celebrate these wins no matter how small they are, you know. Um, it's not the same all-conquering team from the last couple of World Cups and 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 you got to build that confidence. And I think, you know, I, I totally understand where Carly Lord was coming from, um, giving her a lustrous career. It certainly would have, wouldn't have cut the mustard um, back when she was playing. But, you know, um, these girls, they... They made it out the group in the World Cup. That's something to celebrate. And, and you know, to be fair, I know I was talking about how they were really close to being the story of the tournament by going out in the group stage. They were still undefeated, right? They, they didn't lose. So, you know, um, I think it, it, it's a different time. It's a different squad. Um, you got to celebrate these little wins. And I think you're right. I think Megan Rapino and, uh, and Alex Morgan would have been sort of pulling them into line once they got back into the dressing room and said, okay, we've enjoyed this moment. Let's move on. We've got to be better in the knockout stage. Yeah. But all right, before we, we start talking uh, about the knockout rounds, let's go into what, what, what for you from this group stage, what was your moment, moment of the group stage? Uh, there's only one, mate, and uh, it was the Matildas knocking out Canada on the last match day, winning 4-0. Um, incredible stuff. Uh, when, back when in the last segment, we were talking about uh, surprises with uh, with Marta going home. You can cut and paste and, and put Christine Sinclair in there. It's it's not a great way for uh, for the GOAT to uh, bow out of the World Cup. I'd be very surprised if she played again in 2027. But uh, for me, for my team, for Australia, um, I'll... I'll if, if you listen to the Australian World Cup podcast, I, I was not very high on their potential for qualifying out of this group. I thought on match day one and match day two, we very much played within ourselves and uh, we we didn't show the best of ourselves. And uh, to come out and and beat the Olympic gold medalist Canada 4-0 um, comprehensively too. I mean, I don't think Canada were ever really in the shout for winning that game. Um, that that's got to be the one for me. And some really questionable decisions too. I'm going to sound like you know that soccer fan that's just always complaining about referees, but there was just a horrible offside decision that had a goal disallowed. Um, it, it, it could have been five or six, and uh, it was the perfect antidote to the first two match days for Australia um, heading into the knockout phase. I've gone from being very down on them and, uh, and you know, questioning whether they could even make an impact and wondering what the impact of them not making it out of the group stages is. I've done a complete 180. Um, I think if we can carry that momentum um, through the knockout phase, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah. Con- controversial offside calls. As long as you don't pull an atlas and start quoting Nazi, Nazi leaders, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think for me, the moment uh, of uh, uh, from the group stages had to had to been uh, the Colombian player, the one that I believe she beat cancer um, at a young age. Oh, Linda Casado. Yeah, Linda Casado. Her, her that moment for yeah. her, I think that's a just a, a real feel good moment. Uh, I think that's the, one of the best things about about the world World Cup or any like even the Olympics is just the feel good stories that you these like backstories that you hear about these players. And for her, mm-hmm. I mean. You know, obviously beating cancer, gets to play for Real Madrid, and, and now she's representing her country in Colombia. And, and you know, being able to score a goal in the World Cup is is probably just massive. Of all, I, mm-hmm. I, I think just in general, all like the massive first for a lot of these teams. Uh, you know, Ari Borges scoring on her her debut match, scoring a hat trick. You know, yep. And unfortunately, that was it for Brazil. Um, <laughs> but I I think it's just those little. Those little moments that we've been able South Africa going on to the next round, 
I mean, like mm-hmm. it's just the the moments that we're here. Jamaica, it's it's just all all in all, just great stories that we're hearing. Even even New Zealand, like even though it, New Zealand, the Philippines, they're not going continuing on, but like just you know, great stories, great cultures. Uh, the Philippines is mostly American players that are also happen to be Filipino, but it, it's just all all in all, just really cool to like the fact that the, the World Cup did expand. I think that benefits to make the World Cup so much better. But now we get to see these storylines of these other countries that we don't hear about, you know, and I think that that's that's just going to make this tournament just even more better for years to years to come. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Colombia uh, have been sensational. Um, and that uh, Linda Casado, she didn't just score a goal in the World Cup. She scored one of the goals of the tournament so far. Um, it was just it was something to behold. Um, that goal that she scored, um, I'm, I'm definitely on board with that. And and also all the firsts, like you mentioned, this has been a common theme on the Australian World Cup podcast. You know, it seems like every match day, you know, we're talking about, oh, this team scored their first goal. This team got their first point. This team got their first win. Um, it, it's really good. And, you know, just referencing back to what I said earlier, the expansion of the World Cup, um, there were some questions about whether it was going to dilute it or whether it was going to make it more competitive. I think we can confidently say after the majority of group stage games have been played that it's certainly made it stronger and and it's made it trickier for the traditional powerhouses in the women's game. Yep. All right. So going on, now we're going to look at the knockout rounds. Um, not necessarily the match, you know, the matchups, but uh, Switzerland, Norway, Australia, Nigeria, Japan, Spain, England, Denmark, Netherlands, USA, France, Jamaica, Sweden, South Africa, Colombia, Germany, or Morocco, or or South Korea. That that's still a possibility. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, from from these teams alone, maybe that we'll not worry about Group H. But may, who 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 do you think is that spoiler team? Um, listen, I don't know how much of a hot take this is, but, um, I think the Matildas who they could, I'm being real careful right now, Hector, not to jinx my entire nation, but, uh, just, just the momentum that feel good around the team, the whole nation is behind them. They, they've put together this incredible performance against one of the stronger teams in the competition to actually knock them out in what was essentially a knockout game. Um, they, they could really upset some teams. And I mean, um, they could potentially face England in the quarterfinals. Um, and of course, last time the two teams met, uh, semifinals, sorry. And of course, last time the two teams met, um, the Matildas won. So, you know, if if they could uh, perhaps knock off England and uh, and qualify for that final, if you can get to the final, anything could anything can happen. It's just the best team on the day, and uh, you know, there's a potential for a USA Australia final, Hector. So if that happens, um, you best believe I'll have to be coming on the podcast again. We're going to have to have some uh, have some kind of banter, some kind of bet going on. I think. I, are you just trying to exploit the fact that I'm addicted to jersey bets or something? <laughs> <laughs> I got Ke- yeah, I, but for- <laughs> I got Kelsey over here trying to make me make another messy bet with League's Cup, <laughs> and now I got uh, now I got uh, Stewart over here trying to make me make a jersey bet about the Women's World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for me, my my spoiler team um, heading into the knockout phase because when. A spoiler team in the group phase and a spoiler team in the knockout phase are probably two different things. 
Um, I think I'm going to go the Matildas. What about you? Who's your spoiler team, mate? I'm going with Jamaica. I think they are they are coming off high form, cool runnings, all that great stuff that we we love about Jamaica. <laughs> um, I I I I think it, it they're just so fun to watch, and and the fact that they're able to get out of a group that consisted of France, Brazil, and Panama. They're they were in the same group with a Concacaf rival, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so this was definitely a tough group for them, and for them to to come out to go into the knockout rounds, you know, they have to have some sort of confidence. And I think they could probably completely change uh, the knockout table. They could mm-hmm. ruin somebody's tournament, and then this table looks completely different from every, what everybody else has been predicting. So I'm going to say Jamaica is definitely going to be a good spoiler team to look at. Um, for dark horses, I, I had Sweden as my dark horse team. But I think I'm going to change things up a little bit because I'm going to go with the USA now. USA, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, they, their stock has dropped tremendously. Mm-hmm. And I think people are going to, people are going to mention, keep mentioning that it's a different level. The knockout rounds, it's, it's now win or go home at this point. And when, and I think when it comes to that, the experience that's going to be in that locker room, Megan Rapino, Alex Morgan, Alyssa Nair, uh, Julie Ertz, like, you know, even Rose Lavelle, like that, those experiences yep. need to step up and be vocal. And the new faces need to, need to, need to listen and, and start being impactful. I mean, mm-hmm. we all were excited about seeing Sophia Smith. She's had yep. her moments, but this is not the Sophia Smith that we thought we were going to see. Uh, Trini Rodman, we need to see a little bit. We need to see more from every single one of these new, you know, women's national team players. We just need to yep. see more. Or live up to maybe the fact is the expectations were way too high for the USA, and, and the the fact that like like we said the competition has gotten a lot harder, but I think USA because it's they're now kind of be more criticized is a team to look at as a dark horse. Yeah, absolutely, and the fact that they finished second in the group makes their uh, their 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 path to potentially playing in the final a lot trickier. Um, I mean, they're, they're facing Sweden, um, number three in the world, I think you mentioned, um, in, in the first knockout phase. So that is a very, very tricky fixture. And I think you're right. I think it's time for the old heads to sort of take the reins and, uh, you know, just, just, just talk these younger players through. I will say as a bit of a caveat, though, um, the group stages and the knockout stages are generally – you know, I mean, by nature, they're different, but the way they play out is generally different too. It's almost like it's a different tournament once you make it to that last 16. And um, who knows, we might see the United States just switch it on um, from the first minute against Sweden on Sunday, Australia time. Um, so it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, if that comes to fruition. But yeah, yeah, I think that's a that's a fair shout. You couldn't really call Sweden a dark horse after the way they dominated their group, could you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh for you, uh, what's your dark horse? Um, I am gonna go with Japan. I think Japan um sort of surprised everybody with their uh with the way that they sort of dominated their group. They really they took care of Spain quite handily as well. I mean, they're a former Women's World Cup winner. Um, they've been probably out of the spotlight for a little while now. But, uh, you know, I think the biggest compliment I can give this team is I can't think of one star player. I think, 
you know, they're just they've gelled well together. They they've looked really dangerous as a unit. And I'm just looking at the knockout phase uh, draw for them. And in the round of 16, they're going to take on Norway. And Norway, their final uh, match day in the group stage aside, where they absolutely walloped um, the Philippines, uh, they have not been impressive at all. And uh, I think Japan, um, you know, they could they could make some noise. And actually looking at the brackets now, uh, if your Dark Horse wins and my Dark Horse wins, they play each other in the quarterfinals. So oh, yeah. <laughs> could be a uh, could be a rematch of the 2011-2015 final in the quarterfinals if, uh, if, if both of our Dark Horse predictions are spot on. That's great. <laughs> that is great. All right. Who's your favorite? Who your updated favorite as of now? This is tricky, man, because the United States were my favorite before. I think um, it's tough, man. It's really tough to say without you know making myself sound like an idiot that's flip flopping all over the place. But I think the only correct answer is probably England. Uh, Germany have looked fantastic, but. They've also dropped a game that first match day. They looked great, and then they lost the uh, the following match day. So um, I think England, they they look really good. And uh, I'm not sure how much you've caught of uh, the England national team at this World Cup, Hector, but uh, Lauren James, Reese James' sister, um, I think pretty soon Reese James is going to be known as Lauren James' brother because she is just – she is a baller, man. She scored twice. She got three assists in the match against China. Um, interestingly, my colleague said to me yesterday that uh, this is the first time that China has failed to qualify for the knockout phase of the World Cup too. So um, uh, it's no mean feat to 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 dump the Chinese women's national team out at the group stage. But uh, just getting back to Lauren James, she has been fantastic. And um, I think we spoke a little bit about breakout stars um, last time I was on the podcast and I was talking about Sophia Smith. And she did have that great game against Vietnam. Um, but I think... Linda Casado and uh, more importantly, Lauren James have have really usurped her as far as the breakout stars of the tournament. Um, she's just been phenomenal, and I think as long as they can keep her fit, because the, the I guess the one bad thing about this tournament is there has been a lot of injuries to a lot of players. Kira Walsh springs to mind as uh, an, an important cog in that in that English midfield. Um, as long as they can keep Lauren James fit, um, I think the sky is the limit. For England, and just to—I know I'm rambling a bit here, man—but just to that Kira Walsh point, um, she went down in uh, match day two, um, knee injury. Her tournament's over. It's not an ACL, which is great, but uh, she's out now. England had to reshuffle their entire deck and play a completely different game style in match day three against China, and it sort of unleashed um, their attacking impetus. And uh, I think. If they do go on and become dual champions, European and world champions, um, they might look back as one of those blessings in disguise when Kira Walsh went down because it sort of uh, just unleashed that attacking side to their game. So, um, yeah, very long answer, but I think England might win the whole thing, man. How about you? So, Seward thinks it's coming home. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm really conflicted with two with two national teams, but I think, uh, I mean, they, they, they've handled their business. They, they currently have a leading goal scorer on their team, the leading goal scorer on their team. And I think, I think it's, it, we got to re- put some respect on Japan's name. 
mm-hmm. yeah, they were they were literally the last team to win the World Cup uh, before the U.S.'s reign of terror has happened. Um, they, matter of fact, they beat the U.S. women's national team uh, yep. uh, in that meeting, and obviously then the rematch women's national team completely destroys them, and then the rest is history. But mm-hmm. I, I think I think Japan is has always been one of the top country one of the top countries when it comes to women's soccer. Uh, you love the fan base. Everyone loves the fan base. The the cleaning cleaning the stadium uh, after mm-hmm. games, cleaning the locker rooms after games. I think everyone's just in love with the culture. Their jerseys are always fire everywhere they go. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I think that this this could be a a really great opportunity for Japan to to remind everybody of that they are also a very solid team. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think you can't discount them. If you look at their side of the draw, um, potential semifinal against the Netherlands or Spain, um, if they can make it past the United States. So, you know, that, that will be, uh, that'll be very interesting. I think that's, that's not beyond, beyond the realms of possibility, man. I mean, um, it's not that or Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or Sweden. I kind of want to say Sweden yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just wanted to ask you, man. Um, I know I sort of waxed lyrical about it um, just a couple of minutes ago, but uh, have you managed to catch much of Lauren James in action um, at this World Cup? Um, not necessarily in the World Cup, but obviously I know I know her in, in the club level because the James siblings has been quite the topic of conversation. Um, especially mm-hmm. when she got her when she made her move to Chelsea, I believe. Um, yep. And so I, I've seen some some clips of her. She's yeah, she's definitely uh, more dependable than her brother, which I don't think is a very stretch of, of a thing to say. Um, <laughs> even though I, for some reason, Reese James has always been somebody that that's been linked to Real Madrid. Don't know why. I think honestly, I think maybe the other we should probably be maybe it's a type over. Maybe it's her that's getting linked to go to Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I I definitely know she's a really good player. Uh, uh, but I think it's interesting what you what you mentioned about just a simple adjustment that may, may, many people would have thought could could easily bite England and end up being their demise. But in, if anything, it it became it, it actually became their strongest. Uh, as strongest decision. So, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, if James keeps uh doing this, I mean, she's she's gonna become, she'll she'll be able to be the other you know Chelsea star besides Samantha Kerr, which I'm sure you're not, you don't want that to happen, <laughs> but <laughs> or unless you feel like the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen, um, Liverpool guy, as you know, so I hate Chelsea across the WSL and the EPL, mate. Um. But Sam Kerr, uh, I'm glad you brought her up because uh, all my compatriots would have been very upset if I didn't touch on this. Um, the the big. I, w- I was going to mention the Australia Canada game. That was more like a passing of the torch, uh, yeah. to, for Samantha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the big the big topic of contention with the uh, with the Matildas has been um, Sam Kerr. Obviously, about half an hour before kickoff in the opening game against the Republic of Ireland, um, it came out that she had a calf injury and she wouldn't play any part until the Canada game. And then uh, she didn't actually play one second of the Canada game. So we've qualified from the group stage without Sam Kerr, arguably the most lethal striker in the world in the women's game at the moment. Um, and there, there, there's no guarantees that she will play in the knockout phase either. Um, you know, the... There was big talk prior to the Canada game. Oh, 
Samantha Kerr is, is back in training, um, but there was no footage released of her training. The only uh, footage we got was uh, was a still, was a photograph of her putting some boots on. And, um, you know, the Australian coach, Tony Gustafsson, and, uh, and Samantha Kerr herself um, were both pretty pretty squirrely when, uh, when being asked about how much of, a, of an impact she can actually have on this World Cup. So that's uh, that's another little subplot that's going on at the moment. Your girl Haley Rasso, um, new Real Madrid player, um, she had a terrible game against Nigeria and really turned it around and and dominated things against against Canada. Scored two, should have had three, should have had an assist too. Um, she she was just incredible and uh, and a player that I think um, might gain a bit of traction in the in the women's game internationally. Who goes by the name of Mary Fowler? I think she just signed for Manchester City, or maybe she signed last season, but sort of struggled for game time. She has really stepped into the void left by Samantha Kerr, and arguably the uh, the Nigeria game, we probably felt the impact of not having Mary Fowler step up more than we felt the impact of no Sam Kerr. So um the whole Sam Kerr thing is 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 it's a hot topic over here at the moment. Um you know and with World Cups, you know this as well as I do, Hector, when World Cups come around, everyone is a soccer expert and guys like you and me that watch the game week in, week out, we sort of get shouted out by uh by all these Johnny Come Latelys. Um, so all these types of people who it's great, it's great that they get involved in the game or whatever, but uh, you know, they're all they're all talking about how uh there's just been in, in mainstream media actually in Australia, there's been some ridiculous um headlines uh, surrounding the whole Sam Kerr thing. And uh, you know, it's uh yeah, yeah, it's just, it's it's been a massive topic of conversation here, and as long as she doesn't step on the pitch is going to continue to be, I think. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess watch this space. Put uh, put Sam Kerr in your Google search alerts because uh, if you want to have a laugh, Hector, at some ridiculous headlines, um, definitely do that one, mate. I mean, the only thing I saw was having her trying to have one of her teammates smell her boot, and that was just uh... – <laughs> I was like, that's relatable, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, she, she's one of us. <laughs> they're, they're not so different. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've had Edward try to smell my boot after, after an indoor game. So. <laughs> it always starts out with, fuck, bro, this thing stinks. You want to smell it? <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, man, I I can't wait for the knockout rounds. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see. Like, one, I'm enjoying this. The new expanded uh World Cup, which is actually very similar to the men the men's tournament, but actually, it's funny enough. The next World Cup will be the newly expanded <laughs> men's World Cup. <laughs> so, <laughs> who knows? Maybe in a few years down the road, we're gonna be talking about the new new expansion uh, women's World Cup. <laughs> That will feature 48 teams instead of 36. Um, <laughs> or 32. Oh, wait. Yeah, 36. Yeah, not 32. 32. 32. Fuck, yeah. I'm bad with math. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, man, I, I can't wait. Um, I can't wait for all these matches to start. And uh, and th- hopefully at a reasonable time <laughs> this this time around. Hopefully the, the time is a little bit more reasonable for me to, to be able to at least watch a little bit of it. Uh, yeah. But... Aside from all that, man, Stuart, uh, thank you so much, man. Tell the good people where they can find you. 
Yeah, absolutely. You can find me uh, at Stu the Sports Guy on Threads, Instagram, and TikTok as well. I don't post much on TikTok. I think I got a TikTok of my cat um, that I put up there about two years ago. But hey, if you want to see my cat, jump on there. Have a look, man. Uh, you can also find me on the Australian World Cup podcast. We are just going balls to the wall with coverage of the Women's World Cup. It, it, it is just insane. I'm not getting a lot of sleep between all the writing and all the podcast recording I'm doing, but I'm having a great time doing it. And it's a great listen with the guys over there at Edge of the Crowd. So definitely check that out too. Yeah, it's it's, it's almost there. Home stretch, home stretch. Halfway there. <laughs> You're halfway there. Hang on. Yeah, Hang on. We, got a, we got a rest day coming up. So I'm really looking forward to that one. It, it reminds me of when uh when the pot when we started recording insert name fc and like our first summer it was copa america was it the was it was the euro it was shit it was the euro um the mm-hmm. euro the euro the copa, <laughs> copa america and uh and gold cup was going on and i remember <sighs> me and ever got excited for like dude it's the summer of soccer and then having to like record updating like talking about like and we're like oh thank god Copa america's over and then we're like fuck <laughs> gold cup is here <laughs> oh man we we were drained i remember i was like let's take a two-week break <laughs> like, <after this. laughs> we can take a break from podcasting it's not gonna hurt us and then we're like fuck we can't take a two-week break the season's about to kick off <laughs> so <laughs> it does hey, listen anyway Talking about two weeks break, maybe I'll come on in the next couple of weeks once the knockout phase is uh, well and truly underway and uh, we can just review our picks and uh, have a chat about what's going on, mate. Yeah, man. Yeah, anytime. But all right, Dan Stewart, thank you so much, man. Uh, Once again, follow him at Stewie Sick of It, Instagram, X. God damn, I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) Threads. Yeah. And I guess if you want to see his cat on TikTok, Stewie is sick of it. So uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Stuart, and, uh, and, and take care. My pleasure, man. Cheers. Hey, everyone. It's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports, SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. All right. Thanks again to Stu for, for being with us to talk about the Women's World Cup. Uh, once again, our podcast, personal favorite Australian to talk to. I like Chris Hemsworth. All right. Well. That, you know, Thor or guess, Hugh Jackman, you know, Wolverine. Well, I mean, realistically, what are our, what are our chances of meeting those guys? I don't know, man. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, well, reali- our, our favorite realistic Australian that we know. <laughs> Fair enough. True, true, true. <laughs> that is true, Stu. That is true. All right, so Players of the Week. Players of the Week is brought to you by In the Clutch. In the Clutch is an awesome clothing apparel company that makes shirts that have awesome designs, amazing material, and have passed the fat boy test quoted by Kelsey Coyne of the High Low Sports Podcast. Shout out to him. Great. Our favorite, 
Uh, Alabama. No, 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 because that's Spencer. Uh, <laughs> our favorite. Our favorite guy from Ohio. Oh, wait, no, Mike's also from Ohio. Uh, boss man, our, our boss man, Mike's from, from Ohio. So I can't can't say favorite, that either. Favorite? No, no. Okay. Uh, ooh, our favorite Liverpool fan. Okay, yeah, that's that works. I mean, even though that Stewart's works. also a Liverpool fan, but hey, he's already oh, our favorite. Oh realistic. God, Stewart's our favorite realistic <laughs> Australian friend. So I mean. Oh god! So he already has his own categories. What are we? What are we doing? <laughs> what about our favorite Mo Salah fan? I no? think he's more of a Roberto Firmino guy. Ah, dang it! All but right, well, know. Kelsey, our favorite, our favorite uh, guest. <laughs> oh no, that's terrible. Uh, to say. <laughs> nah, that's horrible. That's all. No, 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 no. Um. Kelsey, our, our favorite... favorite Jeep guy. <laughs> I mean, that Jeep keeps tearing down on him, but still. <laughs> our favorite, our favorite guy that starts with the K. No, I I think that works. I mean, I don't. It's uh, not like Kelly and Bobby is my favorite player. I mean, that works. I know that works. That works. All right, our favorite until guy we, starts with a K. Uh, until until we have Kelly and Bobby in the show. Until we have Kelly and Bobby on the show, or if me and Edward somehow have a child that starts with the letter K, then I mean, sorry, Kelsey. Uh, you, you say- I, may name, I may name my third kid Killian. <laughs> what are you going to do, Kelsey? That. Get mad at a child? <laughs> Kelsey will do it. You know that. Probably. But all right. But anyways. <laughs> In the clutch, amazing shirts, and the best part is they they are all partnered with the players' associations of Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, and the National Basketball Association, and so much more, man. So you can go ahead and check out their website, intheclutch.com. Use the code insert name at checkout, and you'll save yourself ten percent off your purchase. I personally am a huge Astros fan. I don't think anybody can can say I'm not. Um, I have me an amazing Jeremy Pena shirt and also Kyle Tucker shirt. I also got the It's Called Soccer shirt to commemorate the tie that the U.S. had against England in the 2022 FIFA World Cup. And, and of course, I have a, a Football is Life shirt, which is quoted by the great Danny Rojas from, of course, everyone's favorite soccer show, Ted Lasso, so, uh, which I'm not a fraud <laughs> anymore. I watched the show. I finished it. So, Oh, you did? Wow. Yeah. I, I've when you're When you're unemployed, you have a lot of time on your hands and... Ted Lasso. I just finished watching Breaking Bad. Um, you, I finally, could, you could you could say you could say you're not unemployed. You're just taking a sabbatical leave for work. Actually, I'm uh, uh, released. I was released. So yes, but I, I think sabbatical <laughs> sounds a lot better than yeah. released or unemployed. That's true. But yeah, so you have a lot of time in your hands, and you can't just constantly be applying for the same job over and over again. So, so yeah. yeah. But anyways, players of the week, man. Edward, who's your player of the week? All right, so my player of the week, and this may come to no surprise to you. So my player of the week is actually a youngster from Barcelona, Fermin Lopez, who scored his first goal in Barcelona's three win against Real Madrid. It's his first El Clasico. It may have been a preseason friendly, (laughs) but no, that's what I'm saying. It's his first Clasico. I mean, think about it. Even if you were playing a preseason friendly and you scored against Barcelona, that would be... The and, and it's your first classical. That would be the highlight of oh, your I career. I would go straight to the Barcelona fan section. Just start, just start. 
like rubbing it in, even if we're losing like seven to one. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> It's like take that, you stupid Americans! You, you, could, <laughs> you could, you can, you can, you can do like Messi. Just take off your shirt and just show them the shirt. But it has to be like a that three, would be two, like three. a great like just screenshot of just having me do that Messi celebration with the scoreline saying Barcelona seven, Real Madrid one. <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah, that'd be horrible. Or be Alpha, so or all fatty FC. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah, but then if you have to take off your. What if you're wearing one of those really tight shirts, like the 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 Puma ones? Well, luckily Real Madrid and is a is a is a an Adidas team. So actually, yeah. Adidas have been making their shirts pretty tight too. So. No, uh, last year they did. Last year's uh, the Tiro Twenty Three. Yes, I got fat shamed very badly from that from from <laughs> from when I was working with the Dynamo Academy because that was not an XL. I don't care what anyone says. That was not an XL. What if that was? What if that was a child XL? No, it was. That was an adult XL. Oh. <laughs> um, and then, so I had to wear a double XL, but it looked like I was wearing like I. I felt pregnant when I wore the double XL. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> what? What? You know, like when you when when women are pregnant, they wear like like just like a really big shirt, just to like because there's nothing else that fits. Uh, sure. Well, not all not not all pregnant women do it, but I know some pregnant like like a uh, it's like that those shirts that our grandmas wear when they're about to go to bed, like the super long ones. You mean the nightgown? No, not the nightgown. No, God, no. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, okay, Homer Simpson wearing the moo. Oh, that's how, how I felt. Jeez. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Adidas fat shamed me pretty bad. Um, but the new stuff, if, if it's nicely, new stuff fits nice. Makes me, makes me feel jacked. Uh, too bad I didn't get to wear, uh, too bad I didn't get to wear ne- this coming season. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> but all right, Everett's, uh, Everett's player is Fermin Lopez. So, uh, my player of the week is Memphis Depay, who scores a goal and an assist in Atletico Madrid's 2-1 win against Manchester City. So, I mean, don't look like don't look like like a Champions League winner to me, if you ask me. <laughs> We're talking about preseason, <laughs> right? But all right, so congratulations to Fermin Lopez and Memphis Depay for being our players of the week. Once again, go to intheclutch.com, use the code insert name at checkout, save yourself ten percent off some amazing shirts. It ha- it covers all any of your fandom. It'll definitely be there. I'll probably end up eventually getting myself a Miguel Cabrera shirt because that is my baseball goat, and he is retiring this season. So that is probably going to be something I'll be doing. Um, All right, some games to watch this coming weekend. Obviously, Women's World Cup, man, the knockout rounds. Here we are. Let's see who's gonna who's gonna win this whole shebang. Uh, so let's let's kick it kick it off with this weekend. If you guys are actually watching this at like two in the morning, I applaud you. I really do. I, I'm. I watch the highlights. <laughs> unless it's that unless it's that one eight o'clock eight eight PM game, then I'll, I'll watch that one. But like I can't do it. I don't even think I would do that for the men's World Cup. Like I'm just gonna be honest. When 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 they had the World Cup in Japan, like the way I watched it was because my dad, you know, that was back when you could preset pre record like what, what was it on the VCR where you can record a show something on TV without having the TV on? Yeah. I forget what it's called. I mean 
Uh, anyways, it was just I know what but you're that, talking about. But y- anyways, that 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 thing. So that's how we watch the games. Was my dad recording it through through a tape. But anyways, so it, I couldn't even. Do, and I mean, I was a kid that. But like now, I'm. I, I mean, sleep would be nice. Sleep is nice. But yeah, so women's World Cup, Leeds Cup. Obviously, we're going into the knockout rounds, man. We'll we'll see who's gonna win this that whole shebang as well. But if there's other there's other things going on as well, and that is the Dutch Johan Cruyff Shield. Which is between Feyenoord and PSV. Um, Santiago Jimenez, I believe, is still over there in Feyenoord. I believe Barcelona he scored per- a goal. He scored a goal, I think, on this past in the past game that he had. Nice. Um, and uh-huh. also, I believe that uh, Julian Araujo might be going to Feyenoord as well because I think Barcelona is just they're just trying to get rid of him at this point. Um, so I don't even understand why they got him in the first place. He didn't even get to play. Marketing. <laughs> Even then, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know. And taking on Ricardo Pepe and PSV. Yeah, it would have been so nice to have Xavi Simmons there. <laughs> but, oh, bro! But Trust now he's in RB Leipzig. <laughs> yeah. And also the FA Community Shield, Arsenal taking on Manchester City will be this weekend as well. So this is going to be that time where like, even though I keep telling you guys it's like super cups and community shields are stupid and really have no value. If, if Arsenal wins this thing, I'm going to gloat. Uh, <laughs> Cause I, I don't get to see many trophies as an Arsenal supporter. So just, just let me be. And if not, and if they lose, I'm not going to acknowledge this in any way whatsoever. So that's just, so you guys know my thought process at this point. Yeah. But all right. So those are the games to watch this coming weekend. Obviously, there's a ton of soccer that's going on out there. So it's not necessarily this is what you have to watch, but it is at least a good beginner's guide if you guys are still trying to get into soccer. So we're going to go ahead and take another break. All right. So Leeds Cup 2023, the group stages are done. No more looking at way too many fucking groups. It's, 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 it, yeah, th- this, this is probably one of those things that they may have to fix a little bit because fucking Christ is a lot. Uh, but I did end up finding somebody to come and fill in because it was better than me talking by myself with or without Edward because it still would have been the same thing. Um, so we, we said we, we made a, made a, a big sub change. We're, we got the super sub in here. Our very own friend from high low sports, Kelsey Coyne. Hey, what is up? No, I, I'm glad you mentioned the, the groups. Those those were insane, right? Like, was 64 teams and, and however many groups they had for that. That was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Never I, again. They, there's they, they need be, to fix that. I don't know if you, you just give, like, an, an additional number of teams, like an automatic buy or something. or But, like, to have, like, four regions and then each region has at least three groups. It, yeah. Like, it felt like European qualifying for, for, for World Cup. How they have eight teams per group. Oh my god, that's, yeah. That's what it felt like. And I was like, okay, calm down, guys. Like let's, let's pump the brakes on this. We don't need this many teams necessarily. Yeah. We maybe done bigger groups. Maybe like groups of more players. I mean, nah, that probably been more anyway. Honestly, just like just like just just round robin it until until we're at where we're at now. We're we're round to thirty two. I feel like round robin until thirty two is fine. That could be it too, but all right, so the group stages are done. Um, we're we're not really gonna look at the bracket because by the time the bracket comes in, um, well, by the time this episode drops, the first round has already fit, concluded. But uh, that that would actually be kind of funny to hear. <laughs> us be yeah. wrong. Uh, yeah. but so we're gonna look at each region. Uh, so I'm not gonna like 
break down each group. But the so the teams that are coming out of the West, which is six of them, is Tigres, Portland Timbers, who are coming out of West One, West Two, Monterrey, and Real Salt Lake. Um, not really shocked. I actually kind of shocked a little bit, but we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. And in West Three, uh, Leon, Vancouver are coming out of the group. Uh, so so those are the three teams that are coming out of the West. Uh, anything from the West region that maybe you were a little bit surprised or? I mean, maybe to some degree, Real Salt Lake. I think just the way, I don't know, the way they played in the MLS this year, it's, it's been up and down. So uh, them to sustain enough, long enough to get out of the West, uh, kind of surprising. I think for me, that's that's maybe my big surprise. I don't know. I don't even know if I can call it a big surprise of all the things, but I guess slightly slight surprise. I don't know. I just didn't have him getting out of there. Yeah, I, I think yeah, going back to going going back to West too with you, I think Seattle just just shitting the bed here. Two losses, giving up seven goals. Like uh, Seattle, I don't I, I don't know what to say. I think we're kind of seeing a decline in the Seattle Sounders. I think they might need to take a take a deep look into themselves. I know right now they're in playoff contention in the MLS, but they they haven't looked great since going all the way back to last season. They, they, Seattle has been having quite the struggle, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd also say LA LA Galaxy not getting out uh, when they played two games at home, and yeah. and you can't and you can't even get out of it when you're playing two of the games at home. Yeah, LA Galaxy just a huge struggle bus for them, um, and that's also a quick trans an easy trans translation from what's going on in the MLS with them. Um, Actually, also have done a little bit cleaning a house, also if you will, over yeah. there, right now Oof. in LA. Um, I think they just shipped out Memo Rodriguez to go get Diego Fagundes, which could be an upgrade depending on how you look at it. But I mean, I feel like that's the same player as Memo Rodriguez. So- yeah, you get the same thing. Can he? Can, the question. The question isn't like the talent of the player. The question is, can they perform consistently enough? Right. That's that's always been the issue with the uh, a guy like Memo Rodriguez. It's like. Can he perform consistently day in and day out? And uh, well, we got our answer real quick and in a hurry. Uh, the answer was no. It was uh, yeah. solidified now. That hurts for me, especially because I'm I was a big I was a big supporter of Memo, but uh, yeah. And I mean, LA's got to figure something out because Ricky Puig is being rumored that this could be his lo- his last season. Uh, the way he's playing, yes, it should. <laughs> he should be going and making a very nice move somewhere yeah. with the way he's playing. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Edward still wishes that he would have stayed at Barcelona. Yeah, but continuing on, so the central region, so they have four divisions. So, uh, in the central one, Columbus Crew, uh, coming out of of central of that group, division along with Club America, uh, yeah, just Columbus yeah. Crew. I think they're currently. I know they just lost uh, Zella Ryan to go to Saudi Arabia, but it looks like they're working on bringing in Diego Diego Rossi back from Fenerbahce. So that's. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, but yeah. I will say without without Zellerion, you you almost wonder how good can Columbus compete in this in this uh, next round of thirty two uh, without him because he is the driving force for that team uh, a lot pretty much every game it seems like if you if you see a goal at some point in time in the last three passes or the goal itself is Zellerion making that pass or make yeah. or making the shot so it's like eh, you do wonder there but you also wonder in, in that case for Central One like. Did St. Louis even try? Or are, are, are they focused solely on the MLS right now? Because it kind of seems like they're like, eh, League's Cup, whatever. MLS, yeah, that, though, let's make, hurts, a, let's make a splash. Which hurts for me because that was my dark horse. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which that Makes hurt sense. 
Uh, Central 2, Chicago and Minnesota both coming out of that group. Puebla will not continue on, which, I mean, they're one of the lower teams in Liga Mackey's, so... And yet they still managed to get two points out of this group. <laughs> I like it, out of out of all the teams that finished third that we've talked about so far, they're the only one to finish to, to get two points out of the group and finish last. And yeah. actually, they're one of what three teams in the or four teams in the entire thing to even get points as a third place finishing team. So they may be a bad Liga MX team, but they were going to get some eh, MLS teams. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, definitely not not the not the group that you want to lose out of. So. Yeah. No. Um, continuing on, Central 3, you got FC Cincinnati, the current uh, Supporter Shield holders right now, kind of doing what you expected them to do, which was come out strong and win this group. Along with them will be Sporting Kansas City and collecting a goose, leg, goose egg out of this. is actually the team that lost the uh, – which which lost the Clausura uh, in 2023 was- in the Liga Mekis, and that is Chivas de Guadalajara. They are could not, could not get themselves a single uh, point especially when they How? only scored one goal. <laughs> like what what were you guys doing in this in this tournament? I again this is kind of, again kind of feels the same way as St. Louis like did Chivas even try? Uh, realistically like it doesn't seem like they really were out here fighting for uh really anything in this in this league's cup. It just kind of felt like they're like all right, well, we'll throw our B team out there, our our young kids out there, but we don't really care enough to throw out our 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 quality starters. I don't know. I just didn't feel yeah. like they gave much effort. I, don't get me wrong. Cincinnati and Kansas City, probably two of the better MLS teams, just with their performance and their 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 ability to to keep situational awareness and and, and to keep their their positioning. Um, so Chivas not able to find a lot of breaks there. But at the same time, you don't just get to the Clausura and then lose and, and not be a pretty good team. Yeah, this is this is definitely not up to what people expect from Chivas. Uh, but the last group in the Central, Central 4, the winners is Toluca, who win both their matches. Very stellar performances from them, actually. Uh, <laughs> I always get – I'm someone that watches Toluca, but it's always I always find it funny that uh, their goalkeeper is the one that takes the penalties for them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're amazing, right? <laughs> I'm sure Kelsey enjoys that very much. But, yeah, Volpe oh, – every, every time I see a goalkeeper out uh, doing anything, whether it be will it be rolling out and playing with his feet – or taking a penalty, I'm immediately way too excited and way too, way too ready to see a goal from him. And then joining them in the next round will be Nashville SC. Uh, just solid performance from them. What you expect? Uh, yeah. And yeah, and then yeah, eliminated <laughs> is Colorado. I, I'll be honest, kind of expected. Yeah. In that group, you look at that, and then immediately Colorado is the weak link of those those three. Uh, don't be wrong, Toluca. You could have gone either way with Toluca. It depends on which Toluca decides to show up. But I feel like I agree a hundred percent as a Toluca like, fan. <laughs> at the end of the day, you kind of expected them to at least manage to get one of these two games, and they did. I mean, they did their job. They actually ended up getting four points. So you know, not too bad from the three game or from the two games. But, um, yeah, it's just it's gonna again. They're one of those teams going into the next round. Which one? T- which one shows up? And Nashville, I'll be honest, Nashville, I'm not so concerned about. I think Nashville could surprise some teams here in the next round. But, I mean, just with the way they're built, it makes mm-hmm. sense. But then at the same time, Toluca, yay, on their day, I don't really want to compete with them. Yeah, exactly. All right, now going into the South region, the one of the teams that had more Mexican teams than American teams 
And that in South One, which the front runners out of this group is Mazatlan, which what the hell? Didn't see that yeah. coming. Um, uh, and then run this second, run this a hundred times, and that doesn't happen again. And in second, also holy shit, FC Juarez uh, also comes out of this group. And in last place, not collecting a single point, giving up six goals and only scoring two, is Austin FC, which not mad at, not mad. At, just, poor Matthew no, McConaughey. As, <laughs> as a Dynamo fan, you're you're probably pretty happy. Uh, as a Matthew McConaughey fan, you're like, oh, poor guy, you should have wore orange. And then everybody else is sitting here scratching their head, like, how did FC Juarez not lose a game away? Uh, that's the most impressive part of this one to me, mm-hmm. is that both games away, they win one and draw one. I, I couldn't have... If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're anybody, if you're a fan of Juarez, if you're immediately just like, yeah, we did our thing. Also, might be the coolest logo and color combination of the of of, of the the teams we've talked about so far. Just yeah. to throw that out there. All right, going to the second South team, South region, and Orlando City SC wins out their group. Following, going with them is the Houston Dynamo uh, by the hair Barely. of their chinny chin chins because <laughs> they went to penalty twice in this in this in this group, uh, losing one and winning one. And not continuing on is Santos Laguna, which I mean, when I when I saw the Dynamo Santos game, I am not gonna lie to you. I don't think they played they played some of their starters, but I I feel like yeah, this was not one of those games. And the Dynamo sco- winning was initially winning two nil, and then let Santos just come right back. And uh, yeah, I mean, the penalties was was nerve wracking, but Dynamo, which. I actually did not expect them to get out of this group. I thought that they were they were going to be the kind of Dynamo kind of going into a little bit of a decline right now. Um, but hey, Orlando and Houston come out of the group against a team a team like Santos is which is very respected in Liga Mekis. Yes. And so I mean, hats off to both of them. Um, Orlando, I mean, they have a date with the with Inter Miami, and uh, so good that's good. luck. That's gonna be that's gonna be fun for them, which as a Dynamo fan, I'm actually relieved that we're not facing Inter Miami. Not saying that Pachuca yeah. is gonna be any better, but oh no, no no hey look well, well it's ironic we're talking Santos Laguna and and, and Pachuca you just you just mentioned uh, ironically home to uh, former U.S. men's national team striker Hercules Gomez um, mm-hmm. both homes uh, also Toluca was one of them as well and honestly I think there's seven other Liga MX teams that I could probably name off that uh, he, he played for. But yeah, no. I, I, look, I gotta give Houston credit. Like you, you, you did what you needed to do to get through. And also, can I just say the leagues, leagues cup did it right this year with including penalties as a not just a tie, but a chance to get two points if you win the penalties. Yeah, I, I do like this from this 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 stage group the way they did it. I think that was interesting. As as someone, because like for me, I'm very familiar with this format because this is what Gen- uh, Generation Adidas Cup did. Yep. So I was very familiar to this. This is MLS next. MLS next pro rules in the regular season. They don't finish it in a tie. They go straight to pens. Um, I think for this tournament, it's great. I think that, you know, especially when you only have three teams in each group, it's a good caveat to have. Also probably should mention that Hector Herrera started his career in Pachuca. So real cool full circle moment for him to face against his boyhood club. Um, and that's coming Ooh, off of me. Just a great, fr- a great friend of Hector Herrera. They, they play at Pachuca in, in that game match, don't they? If, if I'm it'll, be, it'll be here in Houston. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, everything's, well. everything's hosted in America. 
I for some reason I, I wanted them to play in Pachuca. I don't know why that would be exciting for me. But that, I think that would be. Super I exciting. think that would be cool because obviously that's where it all started for Hector. Yeah, probably not. Gonna I know be this. Favorable. I guess not favorable for the Dynamo. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I think this might come down to that old FIFA uh, stadium ranking situation. I think that's what this. Why they're not playing that? But I think that could be a really cool aspect of this League's Cup going forward. If you're gonna have so many teams, you're gonna have them spread across con- con- or countries and like this. Why not take it take it into in, into uh you know a home and home type of situation for the for the group of thirty twos? Like, yeah, well, that would be so cool. I, I agree with that. All right, going to South Three or should we say South Messi? Um, Inter Miami <laughs> wins out their group. Uh, Messi is definitely the well. I, I keep saying Messi, but we should also throw out Sergio Busquets. I think very underrated yeah. under the radar. I don't think anybody's giving him as much love as he should because. He is also the reason why Messi has gotten his his goals. Um, yes, but Inter Miami cleans cleans house easily. Um, I the only goal that was allowed by Inter Miami was actually when Messi was wasn't on the field. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was when then he comes on and hits a beautiful free kick. So uh, it was. I think I swear I think it's staged uh, for Messi. I, I honestly do. But I'm glad you brought up Sergio Busquets because as much as I didn't like him. In a lot of aspects for for certain for certain certain Barcelona teams, I think here in Miami he is the absolute perfect fit for what they need to score goals. Whether it be Messi up front or Joseph Martinez, his ability to just you know one touch and play a ball over the top is is absolutely phenomenal. Along with just the cleanliness of his pass and his his able ability to read the game, he's what makes as much as we want to you know loud Messi for all his great abilities. Let's be honest, Sergio Busquets makes a lot of those things possible. True. Um, and then joining Inter, Mi- Inter Miami in the next round will be Cruz Azul, um, what, which basically they got they got the job done. They needed to beat the team that they needed to beat, which was Atlanta United. Um, yeah. Atlanta United just Tiago Almeida can only carry you so far. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's what that is at the end of the day. And then worse to do just so much worse is the fact that like what you know what the comparisons I've made to Inter Miami and Atlanta United are, is like very. Because I feel like what Miami is now doing, which obviously they just they just signed Facundo Farias from from uh, Argentina, and mm-hmm. kind of essentially what Atlanta United was trying to do when they first came in, which was going and going after these young South American players, bring them into the MLS, and then the idea is obviously to ship them over to Europe and use that money to continue growing um, as a club. It seems to kind of fall off now, and it seems now that Inter Miami, weirdly enough, now have Tata Martino as their coach. Is now really now falling through that philosophy, um, and I think maybe have the better resources that 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 because David yeah. Beckham and I mean just it, they, they have the draw right. Like you hear David Beckham, uh, Gary Neville is involved with it. Like you hear those names versus oh Claudio Reyna at the time. You know oh well you know I don't even know who the head coach is anymore for Atlanta. So yeah, it's like it, yeah you hear that you're like ah. Eh. But you hear, you hear Beckham. Everybody knows Beckham. Everybody wanted to bend it like Beckham in this generation. So, you know, now you hear Beckham and Messi and Busquets. And, like, it's, 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 yeah. And they're Jordi Alba. And maybe yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not even going deep into the, in, into the, the rotation there with Jordi Alba. Heck, Joseph Martinez, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, like, he's a, he's a cult hero down there as well. So, I mean, yeah. I think people don't talk much about the, reu- the reunion of Tata Martino and, and Joseph Martinez enough. Yes, it, it's, it needs to be spoken about highly. That man, uh, Joseph Martinez, plays so much better under Tata. 
All right. And in the four in the, the fourth group in the South, the last group in the South, Charlotte FC wins out the group. Um, following them is FC Dallas leaving Nacoxa, the club that's being owned by Ivan Lagoria, uh, Mesut Ozil, Justin Verlander, and his wife, who, Justin Verlander, who just got traded back to the Houston Astros, um, and and uh, Kate Upton. Subtle, subtle so, plug. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Nacoxa out. Clearly, the new ownership still hasn't really been working out for them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I don't. I think. I think at the end of the day, you look at that ownership. Obviously, like Mesut Ozil is a is a footballer, is a soccer player, uh, but at the same time, is he a great manager? Ah, well, uh, eh, maybe not. Uh, Eva Longoria, I'm not going to question her, her abilities to 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 manage a soccer team, um, and I'm definitely not asking Justin Verlander or Kate Upton for assistance in finding players. So uh, this is very much a figurehead ownership. Uh, situation but yeah I, I mean the flaming hot cheetos movie great movie great job eva longoria for directing that that was her director, I, director. I, I, i'm leaving leaving longoria out of my <laughs> entire conversation because there's nothing i could say that i i don't ever want to insult that woman yes <laughs> I, I get that part all right moving on to the last region the east region philadelphia union as they should clean house in this group winning the winning the group uh right behind them is Queretaro, which i'm still still not sure why this team still exists but they're they're here and right behind them, not be able to record a single point is Tijuana, the Fighting Donkeys. That is literally all I care about with Tijuana's logo is the they're the Fighting Donkeys, even though they're Cholo dogs. <laughs> yeah, I know, but hey, it is what it is. Well, I never understood why they why they call the why I've heard them called the Flying Donkey or the Fighting Donkeys. But yeah, it just doesn't look like a donkey on there. I'll never understand it. I mean, don't, never forget that. Uh, Watford is has a moose for the the logo, but they call they're called the bees. So. That is a good point, actually. Thank <laughs> you for for yes, bringing that one up. Uh, yeah, I honestly let's let's get back to this group. Philadelphia does well deserving. I don't think there's any question. Um, yeah, at the at the end of the day, I think number two was just all right. Who doesn't suck enough? Here you go. Like, well, I mean, to to remind everybody, Queretaro did make the playoffs uh, in the Clausura, but obviously are still banned from Liga Mekis playoffs. We're not, we're not going to touch up as to why they're banned, but they are banned. Uh, so they would have been in the playoffs, uh, not saying that they would have made a run and somehow won <laughs> the Clausura, but yeah. they are at least one of the better weren't teams they, in Liga Mekis. Weren't they gutted before this the League's Cup started? Uh, not gutted, I shouldn't say gutted, but a lot of their bigger players left uh, because of that ban, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that, and then obviously I think they're still not allowed to have fans in their stadiums yet. Unless yeah, that already yeah, got... Okay. Yeah, no, they can continue. That. That's fine. I mean, they're not playing in their stadium anyway, so I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, in the second East group, you have Pumas, who wins out the group, um, and behind them is DC United. And not continuing on with them is Club de Foot de Montreal. Though, thank God they they redid the badge because the badge looks this badge looks so much better than Snowflake. Even though I did like the Snowflake. I, I actually really enjoyed the Snowflake logo. I, I got to be honest. Of all the logos they've like I've seen, don't get me wrong. I get the Florida in Montreal. It is what it is. It's French. Everything French though gets Florida Lease. Look at New Orleans. Look at you know any any team that calls themselves the Saints or something similar has a Florida Lease. So yeah, I, I actually like Snowflake because it's different. But this is kind of a group where I look at. This reminds me of honestly like a powerhouse group from the mid two thousands, early two thousands. 
with Pumas leading the way, DC United went back when they were good, uh, the Freddie Adu days. Obviously, Montreal not existing back then, but or not existing in this type of level. But this is uh, it's good to see these two up top in, in this group. But it, it doesn't really surprise me though. But it is yeah. good to see these two up up top. In the in the la- in the third East group, not the last one. In the third East group, you have Atlas who cleans out the group, um, even though they love to post very controversial tweets, even though they won. Uh, but apparently that offside call really pissed them off. <laughs> you know, social media managers seem to do what they want. Not that I can speak from exist- uh, uh, um, experience or anything, but you know, sometimes you get to have a little too much fun when you're a social media manager. Yeah, I was still still crazy to think. I think they they did get hit with a fine, um, but clearly they're they're continuing on in the tournament. Um, but I mean, you you can't have not have them continue on the tournament. I mean, they're definitely one of the stronger teams in this tournament so far. Uh, but NYC also following them and Toronto Expected. FC, which that is that's just that's a project just falling apart as we speak right now in Toronto. Uh, yeah, they're falling it, apart worse than the Canadian women's national team. Yeah. A lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of stuff going bad there for Toronto, uh, but yeah, they are. I feel out. like, I, like we can take that a step further. I think we can say Canadian soccer is getting pretty bad right now, and Toronto is just the face of it all right now. It's, it's, it's getting kind of rough up there. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, yeah, Toronto also has the worst goal differential. I would, I would. They're not the only ones that have negative six, but they're also the only ones that have not scored a goal. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, that makes it the worst. That's that's garbage. Yeah, so Toronto definitely the worst team in the group stages. Um, and then the final group in the fourth East uh, group, it is Red Bull New York winning the group, and right behind them is New England Revolution. And right at the bottom is Atletico San Luis, which I think, if you ask any Liga Mekis fan, it's kind of expected. Yeah, that's a... I, I'm also at the same time. I'm still st- slightly surprised New England didn't find a way to shit the bed because New England. Uh, but you know what? I, I'm glad they were able to win the game they're supposed to. Uh, but it still doesn't. I honestly expected somehow they would mess this up. Yeah, very true. All right. So from just the group stages uh, for you, what was that moment of the group stage? Oh, it's just got to be Messi's free kick. Uh, I, I mean. You just think about it for a second. It doesn't even take longer than a second to be like, what was the most memorable moment that happened? Messi scoring this free kick. Like that's unfortunately like I don't want to be that guy that just picks the easy hanging fruit, but it seems to be my thing. So I'm gonna pick it. Like that's that's just it. I mean No, you're yeah. you're right. I mean this was this is the start of Messi Mania. Like this is how we're going to start Messi Mania, and it was him just showing that he's just a class above everybody. Everyone's trying to say that he's making MLS look bad, but to be fair, like he makes everybody mm-hmm. look bad. <laughs> he makes, MLS like, does a good job by themselves of making themselves look bad, so let's not, yeah, let's not get too carried away. Um but yeah, so like yeah, the 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 fact that like not only that, but now uh Fort Lauderdale is now looking to be like the the place for anybody to attend a soccer game because I mean you're seeing all the celebrities, you know, came the you know Kim Kardashian. The Kim Kardashian curse broke. So I mean, like, you know, yeah. By messy. the way, uh, also shortly after that, Kim Kardashian was overseas watching a, a match for with her kids. So yeah, when you go see All Nassar versus PSG, which yeah, good thing that didn't get televised. <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad. But no, like I mean, to your point, like DJ Khaled was out there. DJ Khaled's son was the kid that was escorting Messi out. Like he cried. It's pretty, inter- you know, it is what it is. But uh, but yeah, I mean, like I'd cry if I met Messi too. Let's be honest. 
Yeah, that's, that's, just, that's a little just, Leo. Just two games, but just insanity of just like seeing oh, the masterclass that is Messi. Um, and that's that's kind of literally the reason behind my my jersey bet that's coming that the, the jersey bet that I made because I mean, if there's anybody that can get this bottom dweller inner Miami team to at minimum a, a an eighth or ninth place spot is definitely what Ms. what Busquets and Messi is doing right now in Miami. Here's my question. Let's say Inter gets to 10th, right? Gets close, close to the playoff. But let's say they win the League's Cup. Do you still get the jersey MLS away? Cup, MLS Cup, MLS Cup. That's only it's only the to... only only the MLS Cup. That's it, huh? Yeah. So so Messi well, Messi one, coming in they're and, not in a and taking <laughs> but Messi coming in and bringing a cellar dweller and and managing to get them out of the groups and then all the way through this round round of 32 doesn't isn't good enough. Um a team that was looking at zero trophies before Messi arrived, mind you. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not getting peer pressure by you because I feel like you just want a Messi jersey. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to disagree with the fact I want a Messi jersey, but at the same time, I think one of your listeners would really love a Messi jersey. I mean, Edward wants a Messi jersey. He's I sure, think he's... Let's, let's let's be honest. I think everybody wants a Messi jersey, but especially Edward. I think Edward would absolutely. Like I thought, I would cry if I met Messi. I feel like Edward would like ball like a child if he got a Messi jersey. Edward would become would try his best to become Messi's assistant. Is assistant in what I don't know, but he would find somehow find a way to have a job for Messi, like whether it's just being his his driver. Like, hey, go for which, go for I mean, sure Messi real, might is, need is a, a real job title. Messi, to... Messi does look like he needs a driver because. Uh, he, the man does not understand American roads. <laughs> yeah, well, but not just that. Also, I feel like he needs somebody to escort him around Publix. I know he was he was doing a good job of shopping by himself with his family, but like, let's be honest. I don't really want Messi to be walking around in a South Florida Publix for very long by himself. Don't want him to be Florida man. So, yeah, I don't want him to be any of the Florida men. So, so Hector, look, gophers are a real thing in 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 the world of uh, world of uh, business. All, all you got to do is tell them what to do, and they go get it. So Edward could could fill in as a gopher, if nothing else. Yeah, well, we'll I'm see sure Messi would pay his gopher better than most CEOs get paid, though. The worst part, I think Edward would do it for free. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna. I, as as Edward's not really business agent agent in in that you know negotiation, I wouldn't let him take nothing. He yeah. at least gets a signed jersey. <laughs> at least, at least, at um, least. I mean, obviously, the whole messy thing is going to be the thing. The for me, the moment is definitely Atlas just quoting, uh, quoting a Nazi, <laughs> Nazi to. Yeah, I mean, prove. like if we if we talk about the the oopsies moments, yeah, that's definitely like probably shouldn't have done that one, guys. Yeah, I, I think overall from this so far, and I think the, the tournament has been really fun. Um, little things that could probably be tweaked is probably maybe find a a better way to organize the groups because like yeah, this is way too many groups. Of uh, and yeah, I, I like, do like I do like the, the the penalties after a tie. I think that's that's a good thing to have in the turn, especially in the term like this. Yes, but yeah, the groups find a way to make them smaller. Um, or or like I think it is a conference league. Is is that what it is that they have six teams per per group? Like, one of them has six teams per group. One of the tournaments. Um, or one of the UEFA tournaments, I know, I think has six teams per group as well. Um, but yeah, Confederations Cup, I don't know. One of them had six teams. But it's, it, you know, what they did is they play six teams. They play one game each. 
and that's mm-hmm. just how it is. Like I, I feel like I know there's uh, 64 teams is a lot, but also the way they split it up into all these different small three team groups is just that's frustrating to me because I'm just like I don't I don't like it as much. And I get why they did it. They wanted to spread out the you know the showing showcase of it. They want to put it in different cities. Yada 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 blah blah. I don't care that much. Like I want to see quality football being played. Like. At the end of the day. I, I think if if it's too much to like have them go to each stadium, um, I think like having like I guess a host like a host for each group would probably yeah. be the other avenue that I would entertain. And that's not just having it just in the United States, like opening it up to also Mexico. Yeah. Which I think that was a complaint that a lot of the Liga Mackey's teams had, um, because they're the ones that are having to travel. I mean, the MLS teams also have to travel to the other stadium, but I, I mean like like you that's, said, Inter Miami didn't have to travel. They they played both yeah. their their group matches in Miami. Um, so I think like they didn't have to travel, and they lost both of them in LA. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> you have like the the clip of was it Leon? I think it was Leon that had that was still in the airport. Um, yeah, yeah, they were still in the airport, and they had to play Vancouver. Well, so they they flew from I, LA I think, and they to, also, they flew LA to somewhere some other city in the U.S. to play Vancouver. Yeah, but yeah, they got stuck in stuck in stuck in the airport somehow. Which that's another thing. If you're gonna if you're gonna make them do this, at least like provide transportation. These guys are flying economy to, to, where, when they should yeah. be getting at least at least a charter flight. Um, I mean, it, honestly, like if this look, I, there's enough money floating around between Conmebol Bowl and or well, I guess this is all put on by Concacaf. So there's enough money floating around Concacaf as it was proven in the. Uh, uh, arrests that were made a couple years ago that, that there is more than enough money to handle, you know, a few private flights or a few chartered flights for these guys, just, or at least put them all in first class. I mean, there's only what 25 of them traveling plus the extra 15 to 20 support staff. So you, you, you know, look, just book a, book a business flight. Just, it's that simple. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, you got that, but I, I think also like another thing that I think would at least be even is if you had like, each each group had like a host, uh, a host club, and, and yeah. so that just I think that opens up a little bit something as well. Yeah, uh, like take the, take the three teams, put them in a neutral site, close in between the three of them, call it well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that would have been a cool thing. But going into the, I, I would I'm not really like looking at the bracket, but because uh, obviously, like by the time this this <laughs> this drops, like it's already been played. But um, dark horse, who is your dark horse going into the the, the knockout rounds? Mm. You know, I I uh, I keep looking at it, and I don't know for what reason why I'm gonna I'm gonna go this way, but I'm gonna say Toluca could could be a dark horse out of the the you know the, where they're coming out of this bracket. Um, if they can get past Sporting KC, I think they have an opportunity there. Uh, the big honestly to me, their biggest test is right is their first game against Sporting KC. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Toluca with my my dark horse, uh, I, and that's it's a eh, type of type of dark horse. Uh, and then the other one maybe Mazatlan. Um, I don't know even know if I pronounced that right, but I'm gonna go with I pronounced it right, or at least got close. Uh, just because they surprised everybody enough to to win their the group. Yeah, I think that that's a those are two good dark horses. Um, for me, I think. Unfortunately, my my dark horse has already been eliminated. Um, but 
I, 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 I mean, I gotta go with Tigres. I think Tigres is always that team that you. It's it's also crazy to see that like one side of the bracket is definitely a lot harder than the other side. Yeah. Um, because one side you have LAFC, you got Leon, you got Tigres, you got Monterrey. Uh, in, in that in that one side, and then on the other side, you know. It's, it's not even just like that whole side. Like it is literally just that first grouping of them. I guess they're. I think that's the the West technically grouping. Forget that. I don't want to play in that region like at all. Like that's why I think. You know the Columbus group is is maybe the best opportunity somebody has, uh, if it's not out of the the Philadelphia area. Yeah, um, but I, I would I would go with Tigres because you know it's always it's always a team to keep an eye on. Um, I, I I will throw Inter Miami as that as a dark horse team because like Are I they said, dark horse now though. Well, now they're not, but I mean, like obviously you take Messi out. Um, besides fans leaving, I mean. <laughs> They they yeah, they, they look like the last place team that they are. Um, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise you one though. I'm gonna say if there's an MLS team that I think could surprise somebody that's not Inter Miami, I'm gonna go with your own Houston Dynamo. Thanks for the confidence, but I don't think so. Um, I I think there's something to be said for having somebody like to have a team like 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 Houston just surprise some people. Houston's done this in the past. It's not the first time I'm 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 saying this about a Houston team. Where it's just like they kind of surprised somebody. They won an MLS Cup when they weren't supposed to win an MLS Cup. They were supposed to finish dead last in in their re, in their uh, in the West, and they, yet they fill they they won, ended up winning MLS Cup that year. Um, so I I look at Houston and I think they could just surprise some people. At the end of the day, I I don't know why I just I this as an MLS team that I would pick to surprise some people. I think that's where I'm going to go. All right. Now we we talked about the dark horses. Let's look at the favorites. Who is who? Who do you think is like the favorites going into to to the final? Uh, I'm gonna say LAFC is probably my favorite from the one side of the bracket. Um, easily my favorite from that side of the bracket. The other side, I'd say probably Pumas. I think those mm-hmm. two right now are 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 probably my favorites to get all the way through. Not named Inter Miami. Good good point. I I kind of want to see FC Cincinnati make a run. But I just don't know. Apologies if there's like some some <laughs> landscaping equipment going off in my background. Um, but I think if, if FC Cincinnati coming in hot going into this tournament, and you know, yeah, if they get out of the first round, they might have to face off against Club America, and maybe that kind of ruins their odds. But I think FC Cincinnati is just firing at all cylinders, and I would love to see them make a run, at least be a representation of the MLS. Uh, I mean, LAFC is always a good one to pick, but I'm, there's also been some moments where I just don't feel so confident in this team as of lately. Um, That's fair. And then on the other side, I mean, Adlas, aside from from you know, uh, tweeting tweeting Nazi leaders, uh, you know, they're yeah. they're still they're they're very strong in this tournament. But man, wouldn't it be such a statement for Philadelphia if they could just come out and just clean house yeah. going to the final honestly red bulls and and new york city that that matchup in itself i, I hate to face i if philadelphia is going to pull that off they have to face some two two tough teams out of new york who are just going to get off of a a knockout drag out fight against each other so uh it's gonna be tough honestly that that upper division i i honestly i don't like M- it mls wise is very unfortunate yeah like it's like the four teams in the ml four teams in the mls that you're just like Wow, we really have to go beat each other up, and then you have New England down there with 
oh great i have atlas uh, that's fantastic for me like i i, I would hate to get be in that group as, as an mls team yeah i mean i think my front runner for the mls i would like to say fc cincinnati but i think they're they're in a tough part <laughs> kind of the yeah. same thing for for lafc if you want to say that as well because i mean once they get out get- of once they get out of what is they might have to see Leon. Um, and then At, if they go to the quarterfinals, you might see Tigres or Monterrey. And so <laughs> that is, and then pick your poison kids. And then waiting for you in the semifinal could be either FC Cincinnati or America. Hey, hey let's not forget Nashville down there. I will say, let's not yeah. forget Nashville. Uh, it, I think, I think that Nashville Cincinnati matchup is, is going to decide a lot. Um, I think if Nashville can get through, I don't know if they beat club America, but I do think there's a strong possibility. But I do think Cincinnati, if they can get through Nashville, I feel like Cincinnati, if they get through Nashville, beats Club America, and you see Cincinnati in that in that uh, quarterfinal matchup. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I can honestly say at that point in time, whoever makes it to the quarterfinals between those three teams will be a semifinalist. And watch as I say that Chicago is the team that ends up making it. <laughs> that, that would be one to, one to see. But yeah, man, I think that these quarterfinals is going to be interesting. Um, I hope that Leafs Cup, like I, this is obviously like the first year of this new, of the new rules. Um, it, they're gonna try to like get, you know, tweak some things, make it better. But right now, it's it's interesting right now. But I think obviously, I think the theme of it all is that it can definitely be better. Uh, yeah. but first editions are never great. Let's be honest. Like as much as we all like to hype them up, think about the original Power Rangers. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but man, it has some great nostalgia. So I feel like that's the same thing with Leaks Cup here. It's like it's maybe it may not be the greatest effective thing in the world, but you know what? It'll be looked back fondly, just like the old MLS penalty system. Yeah, that and uh, man, I, I, the, the reason why I want Leaks Cup to do so well is because obviously a few years ago they had they had this tournament called the Super Liga, uh, which yep. was very sim- similar to what Leaks Cup was, except it was just four MLS teams and four Liga Mekis teams. Uh, but it was very a very fun tournament to watch. Uh, so for me, that was the nostalgia factor when I saw the Leagues Cup. Um, so I, I'm rooting for this tournament to, 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 to do well because, like, to me, Super League was just so much fun watching as a kid. So I would definitely yeah. love for this to, to work out. Uh, like I said, there's, there's a few things that could be tweaked. Uh, but, you know, only time will tell for that. But yeah, second, the, the second half of this tournament is going to be, is going to definitely be a fun one to see who, who lifts the Leagues Cup this year. Uh, the tro- the trophy that I think, may- if, speaking of things that need to be tweaked, maybe the trophy needs to. Uh, you know, I I kind of like the idea of it though. I gotta be honest. I got kind of like the idea that you flip the cup to represent which country wins. Like I do like, or I guess which league wins because technically Canada's involved in this. Uh, but I I do like that idea that that little aspect of it. I think makes it a little little more fun. Um, but to your point, I think it could be cooler instead of having it flipped. What if you had it all and it's all vertical and it's like half and half, and that way you can showcase it like that. You can showcase a half and half situation. I think that'd be a lot cooler. But yeah, so we'll see what happens. Obviously, the the first the the first round will be will be starting pretty soon, but obviously Friday we'll probably be seeing the quarterfinals. But yeah, thank you, Kelsey, for hey. for coming in, being the super sub that you are. Uh, Anything you want to shout out? Anything anything big coming up for High Low Sports or for Belly Up? Uh, so, first of all, happy to always come on. I, I, I've talked about this before. I, I, haven't, I don't always get to because of work now, uh, but I do love every time I get to come on the show. I, I, you know, 
love talking soccer every single opportunity. Uh, but for as far as Philo Sports, we have started a couple new segments. We now have Tier Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, we rank different things. Uh, we have a lot of fun. Last uh, couple weeks ago, we ranked the number one picks over the last 12 years, 13 years. Um, had a lot of fun with that. But we also have a new one on Friday coming out, Fantasy Fridays. Had our first edition of it last Friday, where we give you a player to be a fan of, a player to fade, and then a fantasy player to, well, maybe he's your he's your surprise for the year. Um, so a lot of cool things going on. Obviously, you can catch us at high underscore low underscore sports at Twitter or high low sport or at high low sports on every other social media. Um, so be sure to check us out and belly up. We will be at fantasy football expo. I know it's not soccer, but it is the other football at this point in time. Um, it is getting that season. That will be fantasy football expo the week of, or the weekend of August 11th. So that'll be a lot of fun. As well, you'll catch DJ and I down there along with Mike and a few other guys from the Belly Up crew, uh, which will be a whole lot of fun. Yeah, man. Make sure you guys check them out. Once again, add a high under under low underscore low underscore sports yep. or high low sports on 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 everything, on, literally everything else. <laughs> yeah, just on X. On the X is the is the is the something else. They had uh, they had to be difficult. Yeah, uh, but also check out Belly Up Sports, man. That's 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 a big event for. For Belly Up is the Fantasy Football Expo. Really huge event. Really cool. Uh, Kelsey was was in it at the uh, last year. Uh, yep. A lot of great interviews that they got out over there. Obviously, the yeah, other you'll, football. You'll catch us live, too, by the way. We'll have a live showing during during the event on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. But, yeah, so check out High Low Sports. Uh, thanks again, Kelsey, uh, so much. Obviously, time is always valuable. But always great to have the Super Sub make his appearance uh on this show we need to figure out an award for you we need to we need to do have an award with your namesake on it like we do with spencer uh but we'll... I, I, I don't know i, I kind of like just being the super sub it's, it's just casual it's cool it's collected i don't have to worry about the pressure of having a trophy because see then i'd have to be like i'd have to be involved with the the design of the the trophy that you know <laughs> that player gets because obviously you know i still are we still sending Lewandowski the uh the edward uh or the sorry the spencer's uh roswell spencer's Player of the year, man of the year. Trophy? Yeah, man, we you know he, he's already got in his uh in his trophy uh, yeah, case. See? Sure, I'm sure it's right next to his ball and door that he should have. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's all it is to it. But <laughs> all right, so at this point, we're gonna go ahead and go straight, take another break, and then no, wait, no, yeah, take another break, and then we'll get going with Edward and I's uh, five aside draft, and the topic is celebrity crushes. <laughs> Evil Longoria. Who knows? Maybe he does get goes in there. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and take a break. Let me tell you guys about Belly Up Sports. Belly Up Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com, to read some great articles from great writers all across the country, from hockey, baseball, golf, soccer, you name it. Belly Up Sports is the premier, not your average website. All right, and we're back. Make sure you guys go ahead and check out. Ah, we'll, we'll we'll get that at the end. I don't know why I just uh, did that right now. All right, <laughs> five aside draft rules are simple. Me and Edward have to draft uh whatever topic we decide. We just make a draft of it. Last last time we did it, obviously we did the video game character edition. Um, Kelsey won it in a landslide. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. it, it was not even close. Uh, Edward was last. Um, of course I was. Yeah. So Edward, since he was in last place, 
I'm going I, um, since Kelsey's not here to pick the winner. We'll do NFL rules, and the person that you know last place gets the draft first. Gets gets the number one overall pick. Um, Yay! Being that it's you and me, Edward, I will tell you. I would ask, do you want to do it in snake order, or you just want to do boom, you, then me, then you, then me? Uh, I guess you and me, you and me. I guess. I mean, that would be the way to do it. Don't so you snake order. Uh, so like like you you make a pick and then I get two picks and then you get two picks, and then I get my last two picks and then you get your last pick. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Just want to point that out. There. All right. So today's topic, obviously, we mentioned it and almost almost got our got us put on a uh, sketch predator. Uh, celebrity crushes. We're just gonna say broadly celebrity crushes. Um. If if we want to, we can mention the time period of of when we when we saw this celebrity and why we 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 had a crush on them in any way. So that's how we'll do it. Um, we'll just keep it nice and broad. Like I said, Edward goes first. There's really no strategy involved in this. It's just literally just picking, you know, what you believe is your top five crushes, and maybe see who agrees with you on that one. But all right, Edward, first first all pick right. is on the clock. All right, I should so... probably write this down. Yeah, so my first pick, um, and I feel like she's part of your list. Uh, so my first pick is actually the Pink Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and uh, Amy Joe Johnson. That is, I think that is the one for one. I that, think that, that, that is there the, is no that is way the one to win it all. <laughs> I think that is the the honestly like without a doubt one of one. I don't think anybody can contest that Amy Joe Johnson should not it, it, Amy Amy Joe Johnson should be the number one pick hands down. I don't think there's anyone that's going to argue that that is everybody's I'm, first cl- first crush. I'm pretty if, sure if you, if it was not you are a liar, um, yeah. or you just didn't wake up and watch Saturday morning cartoons, which I find very impossible. So yeah, we woke up so early to watch Saturday cartoons. Yeah, yeah, we didn't want to wake up early to go to school, but to watch cartoons. Oh, but to watch cartoons. All right. I mean, that's the only reason. It was because Jackie Chan Adventures was always the first one. Like I was like, this is annoying. What? I love that show. No, I love Jackie Chan Adventures. I just hated the fact that it was the first one on the rotation. <laughs> well, no, they changed it then later. Like what it would do is, I think they would put like the ones that people wanted to watch less early in the morning and then so Jackie Chan was like probably one of the first few I think like the first season I think mm-hmm. it was like not one of the most watched so then they changed the timeline over to like 8 8 30 yeah. and then they, then it was like yeah I just yeah. remember the shadow clan but yeah no you, that, that's a good pick all right all right so you you definitely got like the clear one and one, but I think I got the clear number two, and I don't think I think this is the second most agreed person, Ooh. And, and that is Topanga. Oh, you bitch! She was on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Topanga. I don't think anybody's gonna argue Topanga was definitely, and now this is like our older years, but definitely we're just like, dang, this girl's hot. Um, yeah. I, you guys can bonk us as much as you want. We're this this clearly this list is gonna be bonked. Um yeah. for my second pick, and this is this is the this is where it gets tricky because I don't know if I want to go towards my bias 
or do I want to start, or, or do I want to keep pandering? Um, <sighs> but I'm going to say that this was def. Th- personally, this is my one, my number one, uh, on my personal one, and that is Megan Good. Megan Good, okay, okay. Also, okay. T- time she was timeless, timeless. I mean, all right. Like this is this is teenage Hector and still me, so she's still rocking. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I get. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Okay. 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 <sighs> all right. All right. So do I go now? Yeah, you got two all picks. Right. Okay. So my my second one. My second one is Hayden Panettiere. Okay. Um, I'm guessing Heroes. Mm. I don't even know how to spell her last name. Uh, it's, it doesn't matter. It, Google will help me like, with that. Remember, 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 I love you, Beth Cooper, and then bring it on, the dancing, the cheerleader one. I, I, wasn't, um, I think that's roughly around the time of Heroes. I, I don't I never I watched remember. Heroes. I never really cared That's to watch it. Like, I watched I watched a little bit of it and then just kinda got It's like super... Heroes and Lost. I just never really got into it. I mean, uh yeah, maybe maybe. Uh maybe. Alright, but Hayden Pantier. Hayden Pantier. Yeah. And then uh what's it call it? Um uh, what was her name, bro? Oh my god! I mean, if you want to use remember. the show or whatever she was in, um, that's the thing I'm trying to remember. Uh, trying to remember the show? Yeah, the movie. She was in the movie. She was in the movie. It's not Megan Good. Clearly, it's not because Megan Good's on my list. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Some. Man, uh, what is her fucking name? She's also a singer, I think. Uh, I can't remember. Movie star singer? Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of them. That's she, a she, lot yeah, of them. I was going to say, that, that narrows it down. Uh, what time yeah. period are we talking about here? Bro, I literally saw a picture of her recently, and I was like, oh my god, she's still fine. I was like, man, I just cannot remember for the life of me. You know, a, a song of hers? She was, no, she wasn't in, she wasn't in Drumline. She was in. Wait, uh, are you talking about? No, 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 I'm not talking about her. That's the thing. It's like, I'm not talking about her. Uh, uh, Is she Colombian? No. Okay, never mind. Never mind. That, that, that definitely, that definitely is nothing. Uh, what is, what is her name? Okay, so she wasn't in Drumline, but. I thought she was, and she wasn't. 
So that's how I was like, uh, okay, what kind of movies was she, was she in? Uh, yeah, I feel at this point you're gonna have to think of somebody else if you can't remember the name. I know, man. That's the sad part about it. Shoot, man. Okay, wait, wait. wait. Actually, wait. I think I think I know. I think I know. Hold on. Hold on. see uh this is a great no, podcast <laughs> yeah i know sure. <laughs> man I swear i'm gonna find it bro i'm gonna hit the fact that i'm gonna find it after the fact because then at that point i'm gonna be like dude this fucking sucks uh, I, at this point i want to know who this is <laughs> bro i want to know like I'm, I, I, I want to know her name, bro. Like, oh, okay. It's because I haven't seen any of those movies recently. Disney movies? I, are we talking? Are, are we talking Disney? Or are we talking about like non-Disney? Like, I mean, not kid movies. I guess is what I'm saying. It's not. It's a not Disney movie. In okay, all right. Um, what would be the genre of movies that she's normally in? It's like she was almost in in everything. That's why. <laughs> I know. I know that doesn't help. That, that narrows it up. so much. Shut Not up. in Disney movies, but she was in everything else. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> Not Disney movies. Uh, I fucking hate you, bro. Nickelodeon. <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Okay, okay, I found her. I found one of them. So, uh, Ashanti, back in the day of like John Tucker Must Die. I feel like you're just going for the cast of John Tucker Must Die at this point. Peyton Penitentiary wasn't even in that. Hoe. No, I think she, it, I, I love you, Beth Cooper. Yeah, that was Peyton Panettiere. I never watched the movie. Either. It was, it was, it was, it was all right. It wasn't that great. Ashanti, was right. you know, all you had to say was Coach Carter, and I would have been able to know that that was Ashanti. Are you serious? Yes. I couldn't figure. The thing is, like I said, she was in so many movies, I had no fucking idea. You could have said, uh, "Wait, Ugh. no, she didn't do it. She didn't. She didn't sing Dip Below." Was she in Sunshine? Did she sing Sunshine? I think it was. No, anyway. okay, I take it back. That's no. who I mean. Christina Milian, that's who I was thinking of. Fuck me. Yeah, because I was going to say, Ashanti, I don't think she was in... in wait, Ashanti was in, in John Tucker Must Die? I haven't even watched uh, that movie either. I can't really tell you. No, but this is who this is who I meant. Christina Milian, that's who, that's who the fuck I was talking about. Because the All movie, right. I was... All right, I was I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you have it. Yeah, because I was like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, let me see. I'm gonna I'm 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 fucking look up movies now. Just, we just, um. All right. Wait, let's, 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 let's also check if Ashanti was in Coach Carter because now I don't feel confident now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, I feel like you meant. wanted to Christina say, I, I feel like you wanted to say movies that pop up on BET, but you just didn't know how to say it. <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. That is not what I. 
She's in a lot of movies. No, Christina Milian. That's who I meant. Okay. I think she I think she just had a baby. Uh well then there goes my childhood crush. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well it's back to me now. (laughs) That was that was entertaining. Um Alright. Well let me see. What do I want to do here? Um Well, I'm gonna go ahead and take Becky G out of the way. <laughs> Does she count? As a childhood? I said she we, wasn't even we, a- celebrity crushes. We're we're just doing broadly celebrity crushes. Oh, okay, okay. Alright. Damn. Dave, I would, I would, I would have really thought about it then. That's the um, Jesus. And let's see. And um, dang, yeah, this is where it gets kind of tricky. You know what? I always, I always liked her. She's also very funny. Anna Ferris. Okay. So, how many is that for you? Three? That's that's four. So now it's back to you four. for for my final one. For your final two. Final two. Uh okay. Okay. Uh ooh. Uh okay. Is her name's Danielle Fisher, isn't it? Uh, the the actress that plays the bank. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I literally, I literally wrote down the <laughs> <"Tapanga." laughs> Oh my god! I just thought Jesus. of it. <laughs> oh, Hector, 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 Hector. Oh. But you know, everyone's gonna be like, no one's gonna say, "Oh, it's Danielle Fisher." It's like, no, that's Topanga. So. Okay. Oh, 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 ooh. Okay, okay. I got a good one. So, this is my last one, right? Or last two? two. Last two? two? Okay. All right. So, all right. This one is Francia Raisa. You remember her? Francia Raisa? Mm hmm. What was she in? Uh, I want to say she was like in Pretty Little Liars. And then, okay, I definitely didn't watch that. <laughs> yeah, like she, she, she's hot. I mean, she's fine, dude. Okay, Francia Raza, Liza. Yeah. Yep. And then finally, Selena Gomez. That one hurts, but okay. That one hurts, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> I also love Selena Gomez. <laughs> All right. Hey, you, well. took away Bip, you could take away Becky G. Or what we could do is we could do like a draft swap. I mean, I'm just... I am not. I, I'm not giving away Becky G. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to risk it all for Becky G. Okay. Clearly, clearly Sebastian legit couldn't. Um, yeah, he's stupid. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> um, <I'm> retard. <laughs> um, I mean, what a dumbass. Okay, well, you know what? I, I'm I'm really shocked that that this person is still on the board. Um, especially, I don't know why, but 
I do love her work in How I Met Your How I Met Your Father, and others. Hillary Duff. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's because my dumbass thought like, oh hey, celebrity like young celebrity crushes, and I'm over here thinking of like, Wait. like really fucking. Like when we, what do you mean? Hillary Duff was also in Lizzie McGuire. But I wasn't crushing on her then. Oh. I crushed on her afterwards. Wasn't she on Gossip Girl or something? No, the uh, One Tree Hill. Mm, I don't no. know. I don't. I didn't watch any of those shows. I, I've never watched Supernatural. She, never she was in. She was in. Uh, she had her own movies, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I know. I know about that. But all right, so. All right, just so everybody knows, Edward's picks are Amy Jo Johnson, number one. I don't think anybody can argue with that one. Hayden Panettiere, Christina Milian. <laughs> what? Panettiere. That's pronounced, you dick. Hey, hey. Panettiere. Panettiere, sorry. There you go. <laughs> I turned her Italian. <laughs> Any Panettiere. You know, Americans are going to Italy, so <laughs> why not? <laughs> Oh my god. Aiden here. So nonchalantly. Okay, so Aiden Benetieri. I was like, what? Benetieri. Okay. Uh, Christina Milian. Francia Riza and Selena Gomez. And then my picks are Tank Fisher. I corrected it. Megan Good, Becky G, Anna Ferris. I might get, I might lose because of Ferris. I'm not going to lie. No, don't say that. Don't say that. No. She's no, she's, she's really cute. I actually liked her in, uh, what was it called? Scary movie. Scary movie was funny. Um, no, but like the way she looks, uh, house money, house money. She was like supposed to be like the, the hot chick, the school. The, the the school mom, yeah. She was also in Hot Chick. She was. Yeah, she was. She was Rob Schneider. Oh, friend. she was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh man, any honorable mentions you want to mention? Uh, wow, that that was a fucking uh, terrible sentence to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> how many uh, how many honorable mentions? Just one. No, I just yeah. You can just we could just go off at this point. Okay, okay. Uh, I did think about Kelly Rowland. I was thinking you were going to say her, but never mind. You didn't. You don't want to say this. <laughs> Edward knows me so well. That's my favorite Destiny child. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, I don't know what the hell this dude didn't say that for. I don't. I, I was trying also like trying in some way also trying to pander. Um, you know what? You know what? And um, if if we do the whole the 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 soccer betting thing again. And if you lose, that's going to be one of the Nelly and Kelly is going to be one of the songs that I'll put out there. So I'm letting you know now. Sing Dilemma? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Never forget that she was texting Nelly through Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Music, vi- music videos. What a time. Um. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, honor- I mean, uh, I guess I guess honorable mention. And because, I mean, she's just popping out right now with the Barbie movie. Margot Robbie. She was oh. good in Wolf of Wall Street. That's a good one. Squad. Yeah, so honorable mention. Honorable mention. Um, uh, Kuko, Kelly Kuko, Kelly Kuko. Oh, Kuko. Kuko. You both say Kuko. I was like, what? I don't know. I don't Kuko. know
Eight Simple Rules, Big Bang yep. Theory, mm-hmm. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Oh yes, very very. Meg. Very. Oh Donna Donna Prepon. Um, you know, uh, or, uh, what you call it, Laura Lauren Prepon. Oh uh, Donna. Donna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, it happens. We we only think about one character. <laughs> think about yeah. them as the character. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. I am uh, really surprised that you did not uh, mention Stephanie Tanner. <laughs> actually, she was in my list, but then that's when you cleared up the whole childhood thing. So then I should I, I I wanted to go back, but then I was like, damn it! And I even thought of Becky G, and I was like, damn it, he took her. Huh. So then that's when I was like trying to rile up my last minute. So, um, Christina Aguilera, like, I, I gotta say, what a comeback! <laughs> I haven't seen her. Really? No. She is a. She's a. She's she's in the Spanish music now, which I mean, she sang Spanish before, but yeah, now she's she's back and better before, better than ever. Better, better, better. Mm-hmm. Better, better, better. I mean, Cardi B. I mean, she she pretty bad. Uh. Yeah. Just, just don't throw water at her. J Lo. Yeah, J Lo is a good one. Um, hey, that's all I can think of at this point. What about um the the girl from uh from Game of Thrones, uh, Sophie Turner? Uh, no, the one Sansa? That played, uh, Sansa. Sansa. Yeah. I mean, I only know her from Game of Thrones, and obviously she played Jean Grey in the the new X Men. Yeah, the new the new X Men. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I, I really didn't think much about her, uh, but she great actress. Oh, oh, oh! How did we forget her? Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh wow! Hunger Games, and then Mystique. You know, how do you forget her? She's funny and she's pretty. She's like the like the ultimate like. Bro, too. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, that's that damn. Ms. Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence. Man, we forgot. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, speaking of the other redheads, uh, when the, what, her name is her name Jennifer too. No, Which Emma, one? Emma, Emma Watson, Emma Watson, Emma, oh, yeah. the, the Emmas, the Emmas, Emma Roberts, and Emma Stone. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Jessica Biel, dang, we those. forgot about Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, oh my god, when she was not pronouncing now Chuck and Larry, Jessica oh, Alba. Oh, oh. Hey, uh, uh, she was she was good, she was good. I think it was like what's that that movie called Honey? That was like oh the dance movie. Yeah, that was the one that she. I think that was like a big one for her. Yeah, good luck, Chuck. Was definitely one of those like eh, you you could have done better. Yeah. Oh. Jessica Simpson. Hmm. Wasn't. I think it's because that reality show that she did where she just like, I was like, there's no way someone could be this stupid. Mm. When she was like saying it's tuna chicken. Now it's just like. I don't remember that. You remember the the, the reality show that she had with uh, Nick Lachey? Nope. When, When they were married? Nope. Oh, well. 
then thank God, because that was that was just like I never personally watched it, but obviously my cousins like they they like love like those MTV reality shows, and so they watched Nick and Jess. I forgot what it was called. Jessica and Nick, whatever it was called, whatever their like reality show was. Um, they they watched that, and it was just like I was like, "There's no way Jessica Simpson could be this stupid." Like it, it felt like every episode was just like she, I think her goal was to try to make us think she was dumber. Um, so that's why I thought it was like a little, you know, like a like a charade. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Um, I'm not gonna say Sofia Vergara. I think someone's gonna say Sofia Vergara, but I'm not gonna say Sofia Vergara. And that's just because she yeah. has a very annoying voice. <laughs> I mean, but still, it's Sofia Vergara. That's yeah, I know, but it's just like. Hmm. It's funny too because I'm actually like now I'm now binging Modern Family, uh, so. <laughs> but yeah, her voice is definitely uh, it, it, it's it's it takes a while to tolerate. Um, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's it. That's all I, all I can think of for honorable benches now. I'm sure I'll, I'll remember some as as soon as I get as soon as we get off of this. <laughs> yeah, right. But all right, that is. That is the show, episode one thirty eight. Want to give a shout out to the Belly Up, po- shoot, uh, give us a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Um, follow them on Instagram and X. Jesus Christ, that's going to take such such a while to get used to saying Instagram and X at Belly Up Sports and at Belly Up Media. Also, check out their website bellyupsports.com. dot com. Um, you'll probably start seeing some articles written by me on bellyupsports dot com as well, trying to open up my horizons, I guess, if you will, and also just kill some time and actually get have soccer represented also for Belly of Sports. So go ahead and check out bellyofsports.com. Maybe you guys might see an article that I wrote on there. Um, also, obviously, shout out to, the, to our main man, Roosevelt Spencer, the namesake of the yeah. Roosevelt Spencers, Player of the Year Award. Also, uh, I didn't mention it when we, when we said Players of the Week, but if you guys go on Instagram and X, there's going to be a poll on the stories on Instagram and a poll on the subtweet of the of the players of the week post. So you guys go ahead and vote for who your player of the week is. Obviously, all the votes get tallied at the end of the year for our Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year award, which I believe right now Gavi, no, no, not Gavi, Pedri is still the front runner for that award. So mm-hmm. we have def- I think this is the most diverse group of players that we've ever nominated for players of the week. So, yeah, but. Yeah, so if you guys want your voices to be heard, that's your best way to do it. So, uh, but if you guys uh, love the beats and intro, the intros and outros and everything that Spencer does for us, man, um, he's gonna have to sing for the, for, for the end of the year episode. So make sure you guys follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. If you guys need some beat work done for yourself, well, Spencer is your guy. So follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Shoot him a message and he'll take great care of you, like he always does with us. Yep, yep, yep. But that is the show, man. Episode 138. Thank you so much for listening. Catch us next week for episode 139. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting. I'm like, I'm waiting for Hector. I'm like, I'm waiting for Hector. But I know what Hector's waiting for. <clears throat> let me get <clears throat> let me get into my zone. You're rusty, Take man. Care, guys. <laughs> I know I'm rusty. I'm rusty, bro. Take care, guys.
Oh